0: You got over there some waters? Are those bottles of water? I'm oh, gonna keep them from a distance from. Oh, okay. I only have
1: two left. Oh, and I think you could you could down two before this before we actually introduce the show. So Hollywood Hotel. Hollywood Hotel. Uh-huh. Do you want water? I, I mean, I could use one. Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. I'm Brian Irwin, and I'm John Huck. Two white guys in America just, enjoying just being white. Uh. How dare anyone take a knee. (laughs) Uh, This show airs after week one of the NFL, and I am so tired. So tired of hearing about what we should and should not do as Americans in respects to paying respect to the national anthem and how people spin it to best fit themselves. Because I'm like... When I heard that Kaepernick did it, I'm like, good for him. And the people are like he's he's got it made. It's like, no, he's using the fact that he got it made, his voice. Like, I, I don't understand how s- people just are so stupid. By the way, who's this crazy, good-looking, blonde-haired chick that people put on Facebook that bitches and moans all the time? She always shows up. I don't know what her name is. Everyone will put her up every once in a while. She's, she pretends like she sits at a news desk, and then she just scolds every other race. For being un American or something. I don't even know what she is. It's a waste. Anyway, uh, I've kidding. never. <laughs> even, no, I don't know what that is. I think she's part of, Glenn Beck has this new, you know what Glenn Beck is, right? He's that news anchor. He used to be on CNN, then he lost his mind, then he went to Fox, he lost his mind even more. And then, <laughs> did Fox and find now, him? And now he's on some, uh, I've lost my mind uh, uh, web. He's got a, he's got a time, YouTube news channel? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Awesome. Anyway, you know, yeah, that whole thing is just like, Well,
0: dude, here's. The there's thing. no perspective. I understand but the perspective. Look, if you want to really know what Colin Kaepernick should do, do what ESPN did and talk to Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis is the guy. You want to you talk to a guy who's murdered someone, gotten away with it. Let's find out what he thinks. For some reason, ESPN, they're so bottom of the barrel now that they're like, hey, get Ray Lewis on the phone. Like You can't find another athlete to talk to,
1: you fucking halfwits. Well, someone I think that would have a a a better yeah. He's more Ray Lewis. Is a, Ray Lewis, Lewis is, is
0: a walking piece of human garbage? Sure. He murdered somebody. Yeah. He got away with it, and then everyone's like, "Wow, look what he does for the community." Well, that, oh, thanks that's, for not stabbing everybody when you walk around. That's polite. But,
1: but remove football from that, um, and you this, can't. It, because it wouldn't the way have happened. I'm saying, yeah, but that wouldn't exactly. have happened to him. No, he in, have, in America. We've got this weird thing about athletes and what standards we give them, and then what standards we don't give them. Like the the, the thing about like fry Colin Kaepernick, but yet oh, I know you committed some horrid crimes, but uh, great tackle or great pass. That's look here's you know the what deal. I mean. Like it's a weird thing of how we forgive and forget.
0: Are, are yeah, are Niners fans mad? No, no, no. They're like well, he's they're gonna find a way to defend it because it's their team and then other people are like going to be mad but they shouldn't
1: be mad though either they really shouldn't be mad no nobody he's should made, be mad he's made his point clear as nobody to why he's doing be what he's mad.
0: doing nobody should be mad and and my favorite thing now my favorite thing about every argument is the is people are that get so crazy right wing about america uh, and then they start spewing all this stuff but then every once in a while you see a post from someone who served in the military yeah or uh, who fought in a war for this country do you know what i mean like and and you that see that has perspective that, you mean that has perspective that understands uh but that these are the people that freedom means the most to Do you know what I mean They were willing to go somewhere They were willing to die They were willing to go somewhere and risk their lives So that other people could be free That is literally what they do yeah. Right And then Colin Cameron wants to take a knee And the soldiers All the people that did that That fought for freedom They're like We fought so that he can do this We fought though, so that within the system You can try to make change and not be shut down We fought so that you can have this freedom Why is everyone so mad it's also the same with the AR-15. Any soldier would say the AR-15 is a killing machine. It not, it's not for hunting. It's not for fun. It's a, it's a gun designed to kill as many people as you can in the quickest amount of time possible using however many bullets it takes. Yeah. Everyone else is like, we can't, AR, that's, we, I can
1: use an assault, right? Like, you don't need one. Well, they you, don't again, belong in public. Again, well, no, no. It, okay, but even if you, let's say even if I disagree with that last point. Sorry, I'm all over the place, right? No, 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 no. no what I'm saying? But even if I disagree with that point, what's interesting about the point you just made is that, they both apply to freedoms, but yet only one, the gun freedom. Well, that's my right. That's my freedoms. Right, right, right right, 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 right. But, but he, he has can, no he right has to, to st- no freedoms exactly. to take to a stand knee. stand
0: up while we sing some <laughs> song that isn't even that good. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's like it's, if it
1: was a rockin' tune, I'd be like, man, this guy's got no soul. He can't. Well, we, but, we as Americans love making fun of other people's national anthems. Like, but oh, dude, the Canada one is horrible. It's well, all and, off key. We just love because
0: it sounds, it, does, it is funny. It's a funny one. I like the Canadian one. When hockey rolls around, I do love why because it's
1: like. But some of them are, you know. I mean, I, most national anthems are just the weirdest. Well, dude, they're weird. They were written of, so
0: long ago, and and it's 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 one of those things like you, you do that because who people did it before you, and you don't question it. I stand up. I don't care about the national. A- I mean, I love America, and it is my right to
1: ignore that song if I want to. Yeah, well, it's kind of like they don't stare at people in an elevator. There's certain things that are considered socially unacceptable. Yeah, I know. And I-, I think that's really what this is all about. It's it's a it's a socially unacceptable thing to not like. I have a robotic response. When I'm at a baseball game, hello, I am Brian, and I just stand <laughs> up and I put my hand, take my hat, like yeah, I just do it. You do I do. I know the announcer says it, but I'm not even listening to it anymore. No, like when it's time, when it's time, you do just that. Get and up and you do it. It's all part of the pomp and circumstance. That's the thing. It's like to me, that's just part of the game. The pomp. The other thing people need to understand, especially when it comes to this specific polarizing. Um, discussion, and then we'll just drop the point, And I want to. We got to get to our um, our listener questions. We have but,
0: funny stuff to talk about. But you, for real. but
1: you know this because you and I have talked about this before. I think on the show. And the reason why I didn't care that he did it, and I understood why he did it, was that. Um, I, I believe it was uh, HBO's Real Sports or one of those programs had done a whole expose on the fact that the military pays a boatload of money to the NFL to um, yeah. endorse patriotism. Mm-hmm. Endorse it. Mm-hmm. They pay to have it happen. <laughs> they pay Major League Baseball to have it happen because people are not joining the military anymore. So what they're doing is they're actually it's a it, it's a, it's it's driven by capitalism and that people have kind of forgotten about that part. That it's forced on us. Now let me tell you something. I get a little teary eyed every time I've gone to a Dodger game here in town uh-huh. and they, they show somebody who's been in battle and has fought for our freedom. Sure, and I understand that was paid for, but still that was a human being that's standing there. They may be a product of that moment, but they're still a human being that did what they did. The, exactly. And I still appreciate the fact that they were brought out there. I don't think that they needed to be paid to be brought out there. I think we should acknowledge no, them a- exactly for free. Why? Yeah, well I- exactly. Exactly. We, there should be more than just
0: acknowledgement. People who go and fight in wars for this country should come back and get Jobs, well,
1: places to live, and do you know what I mean? Like they don't get any of that. No, they don't. And here's the thing that bothers me I, when when you put it in that perspective is that so the United States government's taking all this advertising and marketing money and handing it over to two multi-billion-dollar yeah. organizations, yet they can't take care of the guys that come back missing arms and legs. Yeah, and lies, right. They got to wear then, different.
0: They can wear. They can go spend all their money on camo jerseys, yeah. but but they're not going to go. Well, just take it's crazy it's crazy that, that you can be in charge of like an entire i don't i'm using bad i don't know the terminology but battalion platoon group of dudes in a in a war you can be in charge you can have your shit together you can keep people alive you can save lives and then you come back here and we're like hey man here's a medal i hope you can live in this yeah. and eat it well yeah. you can't i'm sorry yeah
1: and then we're just like and then they, and or then we have to have our private foundations have to spend, raise all yes. the money to take care of them. Which I, I, which again, Wounded Warrior and all that kind of stuff. Um, these are great places that help, but the thing is, they they were created because they're being there, so the, these these people are being failed by their own government. Yes. Who have shifted? They shift it all to the front lines, and then once you get home, they're like, "Oh, well, let's not get carried away." Here. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine. It's not completely horrible. Some people do get taken care of, but the majority of them, you hear time and time again that they don't.
0: Yeah, I mean, and 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 the people that get taken are the are the you know they've already worked their way up, or they've been military for life, or they yeah. you know. But guys who like like a me or you, like, I mean, what would my specialty be if I was in the military? I would be in the front line getting shot at because.
1: We'd have to do stand-up in the front line, get shot at, distract them.
0: I'm going to take the bullet, guys. Yeah. I'm going to go up I'm, first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he got shot in the face. They didn't like that opener.
1: Hey, so, is it hot in here or am I just under fire? Yeah, so it was just, I just, they, they made a big deal out of it in Open Weekend. I hope that as they move on, they actually focus more on why he did it and then let, remove it from football and put it into the public psyche of actually it, having the issues be discussed and really <sighs> start bringing um, the communities together together instead of trying to find a way to 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 bring them even further apart that's all it's just it was just one of those things where just, I know that you're not as big of a fan of football anymore as, as I am I
0: haven't watched it down in 2 years
1: which is fine everybody's got their opinions on it whether it's capitalism or you know you have different perspectives on you know like I I think you and I talked about this before I I gave up on the Cubs for a couple of years because I got so tired of how poorly run they were and it was just almost insulting to be a fan yeah. when it just I just felt like there are some organizations that just really didn't don't care sometimes, and they're like, "Yeah, we got a good bottom line for now." Well, maybe ten, fifteen it, years from now, we'll figure it's, it out.
0: It's weird when you feel like that, but I've I've, I've seen that, and I feel like a couple of franchises in different sports, and you are like, it's almost as if you don't want to win or care about winning, and it's just strange the moves they make, the players they'll draft, the things they'll do,
1: the well, people they'll pay. I worked, you know, um, I've worked at companies where you, you know, I think the problem is if 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 you've got the wrong. Um, uh, identity from the top, you can keep cycling P- in people below them and they're going to keep hiring the wrong people. And until you change that, it trickles down. Yeah, until you change that, that's why people, that's why businesses continue to fail is because there's no change at the top. So yeah. you bring in somebody that may be like, I'm, I'm going to change this. And then they go, no, 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 let's just. You know, let stay the way we are. It's been working fine, us playing like crap
0: for yeah. this many years. Um, <laughs> uh, right, so let, you, you, go ahead, I'm sorry. I oh, I over. was going to say, um, uh, th- th- I think that's what I kind of feel about the Dodgers. I think there's, I don't know specifically, and I don't have any real details. I'm just, as I watch that team, I feel like, one, they should be blowing people out of the water with the amount of talent they have. And two, what it, Don Mattingly left on his own to go to Miami. You know what I mean? Actually, he just left, and then Miami hired him. So he was like, "I would rather not have a job than have a job here." Which to me says there's something going on with the top of that, you know, the the top brass in the Dodger organization, and it's trickling down. And you and you get things like, you know, I I, I guess the the guy the pet catcher from Philly that they just got for AJ Ellis is good, but AJ Ellis has caught all of Kershaw's like no hitters. Is you know what I mean? Like he. You're removing a huge piece of the team, correct? In and my People opinion. should understand that, that catchers do matter. To, catchers call, to be a catcher who is called a no-hitter or a perfect game, you are essentially, the pitcher is doing the work, but you're the quarterback. Catchers do just as much homework on batters as pitchers do. If not more, and also they're calling the pitches. Yeah. Almost always the catcher calls the entire game, and at the end of a game, like when Ross has caught uh, Ariettas, and I think there was something said like, Arrieta only shook him off one time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I
1: mean, meaning that meaning meaning like he, he wasn't saying no, no, no. Every
0: signal he gave, Arietta was like, that's the pitch I'm going to throw then. If that's what D. Ross wants, that's what I'm going to throw. All right, that's a lot of baseball talk. Sorry. Uh, but... Uh, I don't know if you saw it, Kyle Hendricks yesterday for the Cubs had a no-hitter going into the bottom of the ninth against St. Louis, and then some jack hole hit a home run on jack him. <laughs> so it was like, you know, they won four to one or whatever, but it was, uh, and then Madden gets kicked out of the game by Joe West, that dumb, fat turd. <laughs> I hate that ump, dude. He's, he, everybody, he's like, umpires are not supposed to be seen. You're not supposed to recognize umpires.
1: Ah, see, I don't know. I think it's all part of the show. To some respect for me what, what the you didn't enjoy his... Earl Weaver getting in big fights, oh, no, no, no. Tommy Lasorda getting in big fights I, I, Billy Martin oh, you didn't no, think dude. that was hilarious dude, no no I
0: absolutely love it in fact that was my only argument for um replay was that this will t- I thought that it would take out the umpire coach fights and it it didn't which is great I love Lou Pinella. no dude again I love it my point is that's on the coach. The, the manager, like Joe Madden sees something, or a lot of times a manager will do it to get their team psyched up, right? To go out and yell at the ump, and then he gets ejected, and the team's yeah. like, Look
1: Yeah, yeah. You get all pumped. So
0: it's strategy, but at the same time, it's hilarious. And Madden is good at it, too. He's been kicked out of like three or four games this year, I think, or maybe
1: only two. But Look, do it now because obviously they're getting course to the end of the year. And I think what he's probably thinking to himself is like, we, 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 we knew we were going to the playoffs a long time ago. Right, but also he didn't
0: like Joe West's call and he was like, fuck this guy. So he went out there. Now, Joe West makes the call about himself. In the beginning, he takes his mask off. He's always, it's a big to-do. He's a, he's just, you're not supposed to, I'm not supposed to know Joe West's name. Do you know what I mean? I don't even know the guy with the crazy mustache who didn't call, who made the wrong call for the perfect game that that kid in Detroit pitched two, three years ago. Right, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't even know that guy's name. And he's everywhere. I see that guy's face, don't know his name. I know Joe West's name because Joe West makes the whole game about him. What about
1: uh, um, uh, the fact that uh, uh, Roberts uh, took out a- that, I don't now, understand that. Well, but again, apparently he has again. a condition. Honestly, yeah. Did you hear about that? He, he has like he a has hand. A, of he has condition. a blister
0: hand. Here's my thing: um, if he's not going, dude, my hand hurts. You leave him in and you let well, him deal with his but blister. But the later. argument
1: is greater good. Individual statistics versus greater good. And the greater good was we are on the way to the playoffs. And if I harm you in a way that you won't be able to pitch in the playoffs, then I've I've kind of like... I mean, look, man, at the end of the day, there's so much money on the line for winning and losing in sports. That is true. And your job. Yeah. It's also on the line. Absolutely. As a first-time manager. He's a first-time manager, right? Yep. Yeah, so I, I, I it's a tough so. call. So obviously what they said, and I didn't realize I was listening to something... Sports talk related. And they said that sometimes those decisions are made by the trainers. They go to the managers and they say, you better take him out because if you don't, you could damage him. So it's not like the managers sitting there going, you know, with all the arrogance.
0: Yeah. Look, no, I, I understand half of that, right? And it's like, do you remember Steven Strasburg when they just shut him down Shut for him the down. year? They didn't even let him play in the playoffs. They didn't even yeah. let him play in the playoffs and everyone was like... Um, well, "That,"
1: Which is to a whole point, but... I didn't understand that well, at Captain all. Well, Captain Brittle doesn't matter. The guy, it seems like the guy's never really gonna...
0: Yeah. But um, but with Roberts, like, I get it, you know, this, but I really think, like... The Dodgers, as good as they are, they need a push. They need they need a big you know fire under their ass. They need something to because the Giants are going to start rolling. It happens every other year, man. They just the Giants. No one thinks about the Giants, and then the last half of the season, it was like Jesus Christ, they're winning every game, and then they st- roll through people in the playoffs, and it's terrifying. They're the team I'm most afraid
1: of. You talk about the New York Giants because they're the yes. ones. That description is more of the New York Giants. Yeah, they. But they're, and they. So they, do the, they, San the San Francisco Giants. It's a Giants. weird thing. The two Giants teams just find... And they were originally from New York. The Giants. <laughs> right, exactly.
0: But um. Also, to me, like I think leaving him in, letting him get that, I think. Would have given the team an unbelievable. Even if that guy didn't pitch in the playoffs, they would have been like, "We're doing this for Johnny." You yeah. know what I mean? They would have been. It, they would have been jazzed, man. They would
1: so, have been. So, for any of you right now who uh, are, are, are like, "Oh my god, if these guys could talk more sports <laughs> on Hollywood Anonymous," you have to understand. Um, there's there, there's another way to roll it back into um, one. It's just inspirational and and strat- not, The interesting thing about sports, which is I think why fantasy. Uh, sports has risen Is because of strategy Strategy can be put Into anything It has nothing Necessarily to a sport So if you actually Watch the strategy of it By the way love fantasy football Last week before the season starts I already fucking hate Fantasy football So I'm already angry That I've wasted money On fantasy football How much money
0: How much money have you spent I How put, many I, put, you in? I
1: put uh, a total Of $300 into leagues And I'm already mad At every decision I have made Because I literally feel like I just gave $300 away Already You did, you did. Already You did Like I, I went in With such hope And arrogance Of like I watch enough sports I can do this
0: no, I can't. So um again, man, it was like my dad's football pool.
1: He, other, would, he would get mad because a woman would win the thing. She just I well, like I, the
0: colors, and my dad's like, "Well, I, I know what's <laughs> happening in football, and I still no, can Not mad win. about that. I'm
1: mad at myself for the things that I, you know, Robert Robert Brittle the third that just destroyed my uh, the reason why I lost. Oh, because, RG, You had RG three. No, I didn't have him, oh. but I had guys that. They, that mattered, like, the, like tight end, and I didn't realize Brittle Bones can't, doesn't know how to play football, so my tight end gets no points because Brittle can't throw, and Brittle just likes to run into things and break himself. So, but my point is, if to tie it back into Hollywood and move on to our listener email, is that, you know, Rudy, great movie. Mm. The Natural, great movie. There have been some great sports yeah, movies. Friday Night Lights. Uh, have never, you seen that movie? I haven't, dude. Everyone Do you have tells HBO? Me, it's on yeah, HBO, right? Yeah. It's on HBO Go. Everyone tells me i got to watch the movie and then watch the show. Everyone says the show is really the good. The show is probably better than the movie, but you might as well just watch the movie to get a perspective and then watch the show. It's, it's Billy Bob Thornton, right? Yeah. 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 But I I think the show is amazing. The yeah. show is, am- and I, which is funny because it's a teen drama. But it's that's that's what I thought was so interesting is that literally
0: people that I knew that were I really respect their opinion and they were the people that showed me the wire and they were they were they were like dude Friday Night Lights is awesome. Yeah, it I is. don't miss an it's episode. It's unbelievable. And I'm like okay.
1: I got I don't I got I watched it. Because of my love of football, and then I got addicted to it, and then I remember one day finally looking at the description and saw a teen drama, and just for a second I felt kind of silly. Well, I but mean, then I was like, a, whatever.
0: Yeah, they should maybe take the teen off of there, but that's a little <laughs> embarrassing. But but it's like I you like you like the Vanderbeek movie, right? Varsity <laughs> Blues. I don't. I, I remember. I, I don't remember Friday Friday much Nights, about like, it. That's what I think. That kind of yeah, it's in that same vein. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I, so, I saw that movie in the theater, man. I thought I was going to hate it because I was like Dawson's Creek. You know, I was like that age where I was like, that's for. I heard yes,
1: same thing. I yes.
0: And then I went into the movie and I was like, okay, you made a good football movie. Yeah. I love the characters. Rest in peace to that big guy that was in there, Billy Bob. He passed away oh, uh, yeah, that's right. last year. I guess so. We know, we know a couple people
1: that were pretty tight with him, but um
0: Yeah, if
1: I don't know. If there's anything I've learned about being out here, heavy being heavy set is not a good idea. Right? We've learned that over the last couple of years. It was the guy that did the Bud Light commercials, he passed, he was heavy set. Uh, a very good friend of yours passed unfortunately he had just he let oh, yeah. himself go.
0: Ramsey was very yeah that was that was tragic but at the same time like you know I've worked with some people what I can't believe that I see them again
1: and I'm like oh my gosh you're still you're either bigger or you're that size and you're not There's somebody very close to us who was uh, on, on the show a long time ago that yeah. is, that continues and and I always I always worry about him yeah. and I just kind of feel like uh you can't you can't. They have to make their own decisions on where they see it. But, the, but you know, I mean, again, and we haven't, we have to, we haven't covered this. But, um, you know, Eric Edwards, you know, we haven't really even gotten into, yeah. his transformation and how, yeah, and how and, it affected and, him and how it affected him. And that's, I don't, i You and I talked about Ramsey when he passed, and I, and I, I think I asked you that. Do you think that he had gotten so addicted to being that guy that if he had, if he had made life changes would he felt like he would have lost his persona in Hollywood no, no. that would have, you know what I'm saying? But that's, I, like, that's do, the fear, I do, right? I do know what you're saying. So and I, say if and I'm and not the fat that guy fear. anymore, then I don't get to work in Hollywood anymore because then I just become another white guy. That's right.
0: That I, I understand that fear. Right. Um, but that was not Ramsey. Ramsey was really, uh, at the, at, at, towards the end I think was just very depressed he had had some things happen and it was just a lot of depression. like health
1: related depressed
0: yeah health okay. health depressed and then from that you know you overheat and you do stuff like that and I think that is what you know because for a while and I always said I said this to him and I saw him one time I because I used to hire that guy all the time because he was big and he would just do his thing and
1: and a super nice guy. Like, oh my god! A, and, a, a key and, and in this business is to like the people that you work Abso- with. And absolutely, he's one of those if guys. He was, if he
0: was not likable, there'd be no way I'd bring him anywhere no. near me because there's just there would be nothing for me to gain. Even though he, but he also hidden camera as easy as people think it is. It really takes a certain type of person who understands what we're doing and, and, and really gets it. And Ramsey, I mean, that's how I was. That's how I met him. Like Jennifer a. Dumont. Um, is a casting person in this town. She used to work with with would and, and she would cast for us. And when we had a bit, we needed a big guy. She was like, I got the guy. And Ramsey came in and we were like, this dude is awesome. And I literally, I've, I've brought Ramsey in for at least an audition on every single hidden camera show I've worked on since then. And he knocks it out of the park every time. And then one time I used him for something and he showed up and I was like, look, I don't mean to sound weird, but have you lost weight? And he was literally starting to slim... Get it together, you know what I mean. And then the next time I saw it, he had gone through a couple of you know negative things in his life and a lot of depression and and it, you know it was like I think it's like a couple of years ago this happened, right?
1: Yeah, and that there's that whole thing. He was like, also
0: a little older than we thought he was.
1: Well, but again, that's when that stuff really starts to catch up oh, dude, with you. I mean, look at yeah. man. And once I hit forty, trust me. And I, you know, I spent most of my life trying. I'm I'm a in and out of shape guy, but like I never yeah. get like way way out of shape. I've probably I think, gotten thirty five, maybe forty pounds overweight.
0: But then, like, and then once
1: know, I do that, I'm like, okay, I'm going to see the doctor, and I got to get my shit together. Like, I need my doctor to yell at me. Well, like, also, and then the I, difference for or someone my family like you. to make fun of. me. I was going to say the afraid.
0: difference for someone like you is that you can then go to your dinner table and look at your kids and your wife and be like, uh, okay, I need to get it together.
1: Like, if you think you're not uh, overweight, let your child um, touch you. Yeah, I mean, and 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 they'll they'll pick the spots that'll make you feel insecure dad's immediately. Dad's a doughy fat ass. Yes. <laughs> yeah, when your kids like, I could get a pillow on my dad's stomach. You're like, okay, time to do some setups. You know. <laughs> Or jiggling, like I, uh, Elliot was uh, started. Uh, my youngest started pulling my um, elbow my, skin? my elbow skin. Oh. Now, elbow skin is always kind of a little bit loose, but it gets looser. And that's you just like, stop it! Stop you reminding me of aging. You're aging. That's an aging reminder. <laughs> He's grabbing stop your it. turkey neck yeah. and swinging <laughs> from it.
0: You're like, when that right.
1: happens, enough
0: is enough, dude. I'll um, tell you what's happening to me that I could do
1: without is ear hair. Oh forget Have you gone to Have you gotten a haircut my, yet Have you gotten a haircut yet Where they felt Where they wanted to do Your eyebrows or your ears yet Have yeah, they
0: Oh yeah Yeah the guy's like Do you want me to With the eyebrows <laughs> I like, go oh, please wh- god Do that's something a Help That's the sign That's the first
1: sign you're I'm like, gonna have like cata- Big caterpillars Red caterpillars On my forehead And like <laughs> That's the first sign You realize that your body Has changed Is when you It's that first haircut that you, When you go back And they all of a sudden They're not just doing Your hair anymore No, oh, no they're doing yeah,
0: No yeah They're doing body maintenance It hasn't been just my hair for a while it's been, it's been like would you <laughs> like me to and now i use i have one of those nose trimmers that you shove up there you know bzzz, yeah, it, yeah, yeah now i'm using that in my ear <sighs> i'm using it in my ear and my nose
1: it's so. It is
0: bizarre, dude. I'm like, this is, and you know how when you die, your hair keeps growing or whatever it is. If yeah. you get buried, it just grows. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's what's
1: happening. We're dying. Yeah. We're dying, and our hair is just starting yeah. to. Yeah. Be... Yeah. It's just it's it's overprotecting us right now. It's building a whole other like hair house. It's
0: basically going to take over your body if you did do, do if
1: you did nothing, and it would just bring you back down into the earth, and you would. <laughs> Have you gotten the one like I remember one time I was like. My ear itched So I went to itch it And I was like What the fuck is his hair And it felt like a piece of wire Oh and I yeah was That's like, how I
0: figured it out I was like <laughs> What is going on over here And I was like It
1: was the most coarse mm. Angry like, Yeah it was like fishing line Yes mm-hmm. Bizarre Bizarre I hope that doesn't happen to Like your regular hair Right like, our no, oh, right hair is not going to turn into fishing wire. No, w- your hair is going to fall out like it's doing. So is mine. That's yeah, what happens. I like it's doing. I've, I I've mean, been in denial. Oh, I'm sorry. I always ask when I go in. I'm like, how am I doing? I'm like, they're going to tell me. Well, you're going bald. They
0: like, want you he, to come back. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a, a, why don't they make a light bulb that
1: lasts forever? You want us just to finish this? You want to just be <laughs> done with it now? If or? you never want to
0: come back, sir, we can
1: fix it right now. <laughs>
0: Once it's gone, it, it,
1: won't, it won't try to rear its head again. Don't did worry. You, did you ever go in to get your hair cut and, and have them give you the book so you could pick out your hairstyle? Did you ever Back pick a hairstyle? Back in the day, man,
0: you would go, I would go in and I would be like, <laughs> oh, that's, that's cool hair. I was like, I, even it, at Supercuts, I used to have a tranny, uh, I'm sorry, what, uh, what? Trans, a trans person, whatever. I don't, I'm i not trying to be rude. even. I, didn't, I, I still know what you're talking about. Okay, uh, I went to Supercuts on La Brea. By but, the way,
1: Arquette died. I, didn't, I saw that.
0: Oh uh, Alexis. Died, Ar- oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the, had the look at your face. Which you
1: one? Said, I thought you said our cat. No. I was no, like, Jesus No, me. I just don't let him in right now because oh. he's annoying.
0: Yeah, that was sad. Um you know Alexis Arquette is Was she
1: sick or something?
0: They it's undisclosed. They haven't they haven't uh, said okay, why. Her. But do you I, I, I was like, I knew she was in uh, wedding singer as the Boy George person, but then they kept saying Pulp Fiction, and I was like, "Who was she in Pulp Fiction?" Because I, I know Patricia Arquette's in Pulp Fiction, but I didn't know Alexis Arquette was in. But these build as Robert, and he's the guy. He's the fourth man when they're look at the big brain on Brad. Say uh-huh. what again? I dare you. So this is so. This is pre. He's the guy who came out and shot at them and missed, and then they blew him away. Still a man at that point. Yes, he was oh, a man. God, oh, he went. Okay. He went back and forth quite a bit. Oh, he, okay. I think, he defined himself as not just trans or not in transition ambiguous if you will i yeah, guess yeah he he like bo- going both ways he yeah, was he yeah. didn't yeah man do it up but yeah um but i there was a trans person who his name is Matthew like a 6 foot 5 huge black guy but like you know dresses a woman or whatever and he cut my hair for a long time when i lived over there uh-huh. and he did an okay job but like the first time i went in they, they hand you a book and i was like oh honey you can't have that hair <laughs> and there's just some things like my hair, there's only... There's really limited
1: things you can do with it. Same with mine. I yeah. just, I just go. I come in and I give numbers, and we don't talk. And then, oh, I the leave. number
0: of the the blade that's going to yeah. Because yeah. I just got take the my number hair is, three, and
1: I'm my hair is at that point. It's not. I don't really have scissor hair. anymore. I guess I could go pay one hundred and eighty dollars to get a scissor haircut, but who is that really serving? It's I the just people pay, you just paid. I mean, yeah, yeah they're, I, thanks for nothing. I mean, my hair. I'm going to put money. a baseball cap in on eighty five percent of the time anyway, just because I hate myself, and so it's I used, just, to, I I used to
0: say I went. I, uh, I went to my uh, I went to my
1: barber. He prescribed a hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, the thing with me is like the reason why I asked you that is because because of the type of hair I had, I could never go to the book. I had curly hair. Yeah, there were no and, you know the only curly hair stuff in the books growing up were for perms. Like you would go, I want oh, that god. perm. Oh god! And Not that I want I, I, I there was a short period of time <laughs> where I was jealous that I couldn't get a perm. And then I, I really wanted penny loafers, which now I look back, thank God I never got penny loafers. I wish you had them
0: right now, and we're wearing them. <laughs> do they make penny loafers anymore? I can't imagine, but I'm sure they do at some crappy shoe store somewhere. You, speaking of perms, real quick, do you watch Bob Ross? Are you a fan of Bob Ross?
1: Well, I can't. I mean, you're talking about the repeats of Bob Ross. Of course, yes. The, uh, Bob Ross is the painter. Watched him from time. He was on PBS and
0: painted. Yeah, it, right? I, he's on Netflix now. They have the whole series on Netflix. But I've been recording it. It runs like two episodes every Sunday at like five in the morning on KCOET or whatever. Uh-huh. So I've been recording because I like to. If it, one, it's he is the most relaxing voice, and it's just to watch him paint and to see what he where he goes with it, and then to hear his descriptions of things. It's just relaxing and very mm-hmm. calming, and it makes me feel better about life in general. And so I watch it when I go to sleep sometimes, or I'll watch it just in the middle of the day if I'm having a, a rough one. But his afro, he has this big afro, oh, yeah. and that's his trademark thing, right? Yes. So I I've seen I watched a documentary and I read this article on him, and it turns out there's
1: a documentary on him. Yeah,
0: no, yeah, yeah, that I would watch. Where's that? Uh, probably on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. But in this article that I read, and it's good, it's good. He's he went, you know, he was in the military, moved around, whatever, and and he, you know, definitely not as always laid back as the guy you see on TV, but um, and he when he got out of the military he didn't have a lot of money so haircuts he didn't want to have to pay for a haircut he had perfectly straight hair so he went in and he got a perm because the perm like keeps your hair in and you don't have to get it cut very often or whatever it is but like that was how he's going to avoid haircuts then they start doing this show and he's like i hate this afro that's grown in <laughs> and they're like dude that's what everybody is relating to you have to keep the afro he's
1: trapped inside of the he afro was tr-
0: he literally hated that hair for I mean they did twenty two seasons.
1: I don't know if that meant twenty two years, but he was on for a long time. Oh, that guy was painting. I couldn't remember a time where that guy was not on for yeah. painting. It, it was it was beautiful. We
0: watched him in college. He passed away in ninety four, I guess. Which
1: but the thing kept playing for a long time. So yes, unless you, you didn't knew. know,
0: yeah, you didn't know because there was no internet. You didn't know. No, he passed it just away. kept playing.
1: They didn't. They just <coughs> yeah. It's like that stupid dad's thing that I did for Disney seventeen thousand years ago. It's just, it's still on. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, that's great. <laughs> that $500 has done great for you, Disney, that you paid me a long time ago. Did Still I... on, every night. Every night.
0: <coughs> Real quick, about the haircuts. Yeah. Did I ever tell a story about how I wanted a spike? I think I've told it on here, maybe, huh? Mm,
1: when I, no, but mo- it's, my, my we mom. all have our moments.
0: Yeah. Well, um, me and, me and Brian, have, or Brian pointed out that everyone... Uh, we are talking about somebody who was who was anti-gay and it was like, you know, if you look back in your life, everyone's had a gay summer. Yeah. You can be anti-gay all you want, but, yeah, but you've had look, your gay summer. Look back at some of the pictures of you going to summer camp. Look at what you were wearing, how you were mm-hmm. running, what you were doing, how who you I were have. hanging out yep. with. Yep. You, every, how you stood
1: in a photo. Every a th-
0: Everybody had a gay summer, yep. whether you continued to be gay or not. Yep. But It's in us every, all. Everyone, it's in us all. I, I I agree. I believe that. I do. It's I in do. us all, whether you like it whether, or not. Whether it surfaces <laughs> or not, it's there. It's there. The I'm same not-
1: way that I think it's the opposite. I think there's... I don't know. All right. Um, no, but, it's it's. but it, the point is, that's yeah. that's the whole point of the joke, Yeah, it's in us all, so simmer down. Okay? Yeah, everyone cut. Yeah. You all had, you're every,
0: no better just because you think we've you're not we all gay. had our own
1: gay summer, <laughs> yeah, okay? Exactly. So just drop it and move on with your life. I had a couple back-to-back, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Well, I was from the 80s. I had a, yeah, giga- I had a decade's high worth. High socks
0: and short shorts, man, just running time. around like a weirdo. <laughs> but I wanted, my mom always cut my hair, and... You know, you get to a certain age, and you're like, you know, my friends have cooler hair, and they go get their hair cut somewhere, and having your mom cut your hair is lame. And I wanted, you know, it was probably, you know, it was the 80s. I wanted a spike. Everyone had spiked hair, right? But the people who had spiked hair had thicker hair, right? had hair that could spike. So I went, My I was like, I want a spike. And my mom was like, I can't do that. I don't know what that is. And I was like, well, then take me somewhere that will give me a spike, so my dad took me down to the barber, um, an old man barber. Yeah, that's who does it. Barber shop connected to the bar, connected to the pizza place at the end of our street. And this guy was like, you want a what? I was like, I want a spike. And he gave me a flat top. I got it. Do you have, do you have a photo of that? I do. And okay. I, And I walked into the house. When my dad brought me back to the house, I walked in and my mom started laughing. She laughed right in my face. And I was like... What's so funny? And she's like, nothing. You just look so surprised. Because like the way my hair was and my <laughs> eyebrows were up, and she's like, you just look you constantly look surprised. surprised. And oh, I was like, oh, God. God, this is awful.
1: Yeah, I found a photograph of myself. Uh, uh, thank you to Throwback Thursdays. One day I, I huh. found a, a photo of myself where I, I tried to get a curly-headed flat top. Yes. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air kind of look. And um, so, what I'll do is, if you can find yours, I'll put them on. I'll side by side them and we'll put them up along with this episode. Mm hmm. So that people can see we've all made, we all made choices. We, <laughs> we all make conscious but choices. Think, but okay. I also
0: think it's I'm funny that your, your parents have to let you make those choices. They have to be like, oh, yeah, you want a spike, weirdo? Go yeah. crazy.
1: Because you're in denial. You oh, can't yeah. see oh, yeah. it. You're like, no, we're going to force this agenda. It's mm-hmm. going to work. And yeah. they're like, How can no. it not work? They're History like, well, I'm an this. adult and I understand hair. Yeah. You don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or you're asking the professional yeah. who, who lives in that world they they know that they can't do it because it's not possible because history is on their side. And you're like, no, no, we're going to change history today. And they're like, well, you're going to change your own personal history. Today. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're going to have a couple <laughs> of stories. It's not going to affect me much, <laughs> but... <laughs> um, so uh,
1: what do we got? You oh, said we got some yeah, listener we got, uh, we have, emails.
0: Uh, we have a very. I'm going to use her last name because I don't think she would care, and she's uh, a friend of mine from college. She went to Northland College in Ashland, Wisconsin. Uh, her name is Christy Ruck. Maybe I shouldn't be using last names, but I already. Well, you did.
1: just did the whole thing.
0: Yep. Okay. Um, and she is a avid listener of the show. She really enjoys it. Which thank you, Christy, for listening. I appreciate that. Yeah. Christy and um uh her our friend Kelly they were living up in Ashland, Oregon for a little while when we were, had gotten out of college or whatever, and I was...
1: Wait a minute, so they moved to, from Ashland to Ashland? Yeah,
0: that, yeah, exactly. I thought you made a mistake. So no, So they genuinely no, no. moved... From Ashland, Wisconsin so to Ashland, So is that their Oregon. thing?
1: How many Ashlands can they live they in? They've
0: lived in 19 Ashlands. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, just those two, and, uh, but they were living there, working and, and doing their thing, and I rolled through town uh, or near them in, uh, to do a triple run. I was doing a triple run on my own, and I had driven across, and I was out in Oregon, and I was coming across. Uh, uh, you know, great, it was a great, fantastic drive, but it's just a long drive. And I got to, I can't even remember what the bar was, probably a Red Lion Hotel, and I was featuring, so I was doing thirty minutes. So they were like, "Oh, cool, we'll come out and see the show," and I was like, "Awesome." So I met with them. We had dinner first. And they were like, wow, you do comedy. Wow. And you feel good about that when people that you went to school with can see that you're trying to chase a dream or you're doing something that you're into. And they you know, kind of believe in you because they're like, oh, you were funny in college. And just very positive things to say. And then the host goes up and the audience is having an okay time. And they're in the back. And then I go up. And I did a straight 30 minutes with, it was I would say, almost complete silence. Uh, I had one conversation with a lady in the front row about being a Bears fan. Other than that, nobody responded to anything I said. I'm like, sweating is so bad. I get off stage, I go to the headliner, and I'm like, dude, I am so sorry. And he goes, are you kidding me? That was awesome. And I go, what? He goes, this crowd blows, and I didn't want to have to do more time than they already <laughs> paid me, so you sucking up all your time was perfect for me. I cannot thank you enough. And I was like, was like, he was like, that was the most professional thing he'd ever seen. He's like, most people would have bailed. <laughs> that was so bad, I wanted to just throw the mic down and run out of the room. But then I got to face these two girls who came out to see me and be like,
1: this is what I want to do for a
0: living. <laughs> and they're like,
1: well... Good luck, I guess. Yeah, we've all had that moment, though. Look, somebody's then, Christy- always going to see you at your worst moment. Somebody that you didn't want yep. to see you at your worst moment in stand-up will see you at your worst moment in stand-up. And you know what? You 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 learn in the end that they're very supportive regardless. They oh, they dude. get it. They understand. They imagine themselves up there and be like, no yeah. way. No
0: way But then she moved to Or not moved to But she works in Austin, Texas At South by Southwest I think she works, in Ashland, she works in Ashland,
1: Texas We're so, yeah. in Ashland,
0: Texas So when I was down there Shooting the Showtime thing We got to hang out she got to come to the yeah, show and it's redemption So I was a little bit I felt a little bit redeemed Although I wasn't super pumped With my set But yeah. it was at least A
1: crowd laughing And I was on TV. I agree Because I was in radio So if you want to uh... <laughs>
0: Thank God we got that Out of the way, everybody <laughs> We're 74 shows in a row Where Brian has talked about How he started in radio
1: uh,
0: That's what makes the podcast So great, guys Brian started, started in radio, radio. Yep. All right, but Christy wrote me, and she has a couple questions. And she, uh, um, do, 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 uh, uh, she said for me or the podcast, but I thought it would be interesting, more interesting to discuss on the show. Uh, she's asking one: scripts. Do scripts still get printed out on paper? Are there still script? Are there scripts for commercials? So that's question one. Do scripts still get printed on paper? Are there scripts for commercials? The answer, unfortunately, Christy, is yes. They do still get printed out on paper. It is a massive waste um what working in production we would get a uh, whole like beat sheets or scripts or whatever like in hidden camera it's not it's not a script it's not this guy says this this guy says this it's a beat sheet it's like you know, shot for shot, we want the mark to come in and do this. We want the, our actors to do this, and we hope this happens, and then this goes, and then this happens, and we reveal.
1: Yeah, it's very rare. Um, every once in a while, I remember. Um, it's been a while since I've been in production, but there's a couple first ads that will have the iPads. They have like these yeah. iPad holders around their necks, and they work off the iPads. But no, it's. But the but I even, think we're still in that touchy feely VHS phase where everybody has to have. They're just no one knows. I think it's gonna it's gonna take a couple generations to phase it completely out.
0: Right, right. But but one mistake on one script and they all get thrown away. Correct. They That's all the get biggest thrown away. waste. It's crazy. You make fifty to seventy five copies of this and then we're like. Uh, this says page five. It's supposed to say page nine. And then you're, you've got to literally go collect them all and get rid of all of them. I mean, I get it. They get recycled for the most part. Do but, they? Well, who knows? Along with all the half-drunk uh, bottles of water all over the place. <laughs> exactly. That's the that's the other big waste on set is that everyone should be forced to carry their own water bottle, like a, a, like a hard plastic or a hard metal water bottle, and they should be filling that up off a... Like an earlhead jug yeah, or yeah, something.
1: Yeah, or people get mad that they have to do their own. That they have to
0: do. Yeah, but own, so. dude, that bottle, the bottle of water, man, that is a huge waste. Absolutely. That is a massive waste. One of the waste. biggest wastes. Yeah, the bottle of water and the script thing. It's like. It's you know it's three o'clock in the morning. You're printing these things out. You're mad. You've been working all night or whatever. So you just whip them. But at the same time, you're like, God, this is this is so bad. This is so bad. Yeah,
1: and the amount of um uh, new uh, new versions that come out, and they, oh. so it's like, yeah. So the answer, I guess, the answer is, yeah, we're still a little archaic when it comes.
0: to Yeah, definitely still use scripts and uh, also and the problem the the thing I think the reason I like. A hard script like if i'm an actor it's because i can make notes on it and i can you know i write down the thoughts i'm having before and the
1: thoughts yeah I'm having after, you can and, write down your beats and, yeah, and, and just, things it's just quicker to do it that way i just again there we're we're still part of the touchy-feely yes, generation i, I agree with you in two
0: two three generations people will be making all those notes there'll be a program you can do it on your phone yeah, you know what i mean it'll be it's
1: gonna take a while though because my kids are still being taught uh cursive they're still doing all that stuff why are so why is cursive still being taught well they only when teach the last, one, they only you... teach you in one grade and I think then you move on from there and i don't necessarily I think it may specifically just pertain to autographs or not autographs um your, your, signature. your signatures and and because I think past that you really don't there's no nothing mandatory that for the most part like I think now i i, I again I'm speaking out of turn because i'm only we're only in the sixth grade phase, but I think eventually when you hand in your synopsises and all that stuff that you do through high school and college you do it on a computer you're basically pr- you yeah. printing it out and handing it in.
0: nobody's writing anything in cur- first of all my nobody's mom writing your mom's t- well my mom writes in cursive too she does when she, she sends l- me letters when she, which she, i think is oh wow yeah Well, me and my mom are we we've, we've transcended
1: the my letter thing my mom loves a letter thing she loves she loves cards and she loves letters and i and i i, 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 I feel like that's to me, I still love that. I still love every once in a while opening up the mail and there's something for my mom. Of course, it's nice. It's nice. Or well, my dad, they love photocopying things that they found. They'd be like, hey, I thought you might. Uh, I thought you might appreciate this article I found or this picture. Yep. That uh, you know, my mom does that too. I, I love got it. neighbors love it. and stuff that'll do that.
0: Hey, I saw this, and it's and sometimes it's funny. It'll be like a, uh, like a article about. Unrelated, like come, like this guy moved to Hollywood and he works here, and I'm like, that
1: doesn't, I don't have anything to do with any of that. Like, all <laughs> but right, but just the fact that they need, were thinking about you, and yeah, felt that the need guy to happened go. to be from the suburbs and he moved to Hollywood. <laughs> For us, we are so lazy that we just forward an email. They have to go through the whole process of making a copy of something, folding it up, putting in the letter, getting at the post office. But you know what I mean? Like, there's a process to well, showing that.
0: Guaranteed, your parents don't have to go to the post office; they can leave it in their mailbox, and the mailman My takes it. My parents
1: live in the middle of nowhere. Oh, really? They're, they, they're oh, they, they, got a, the they, they got a PO box. Got a little tiny post. Stuff is yeah, in they gotta, they gotta go to the p.o box it's like northern exposure you uh so what else, What's oh, what's some more questions oh,
0: the other part of that was there uh, are there scripts for commercials and there are actually um it, it, it's like you'll you go in and you can either they usually have a copy of them there if there's if there's sides or if there's lines for the actors to say uh and it's again it's kind of a waste because usually it's like two lines you're in a 30 second spot you know and there's even scripts to show you what the scenes are and stuff to like I just shot a commercial it Was We're moving multiple locations And there's sheets and sheets of paper That are telling us why and where And what we're supposed to be doing But at the same time In each scene I didn't have to move I love
1: uh, sides Because they look like um, government documents Because they'll black out stuff Yeah Because they only want you to focus Looks like, on like it's the redacted
0: <laughs> And you're like <laughs> Sides is what they call like a script. Like if you have an audition, they send you part of the script with your character in there that you can learn. And those are sides. Yeah. Like, like side pieces of script, I guess. I, don't I know. guess, yeah.
1: However, however that stuff came up.
0: Um, but yeah, still kind of a wasteful a wasteful thing, really. I mean, it's, it's not anything to be super proud of. Um,
1: where are we going here? I lost the... How did I do that? I have a listener question. Oh, yeah? Does Brian work on radio? Yeah, it's funny listener. listen. Um, <laughs> I did used to work at radio. Now that you um, mention it.
0: Like, you know, my mom, for whatever reason, I guess because she listens to the show, is like, is, is Brian Irwin and his wife, are Brian Irwin and his wife coming to the wedding? I would like to meet them. <laughs> and at first I got the email, I was like, is she mad at Brian? Does she have some peaceful, like, here's what I think about I this have show. words. What if she was like, what if she critiqued your, your, she was like, John does a really good job. What's your deal? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so also, Stop having strokes when you ask questions.
0: <laughs> okay, this is, I, this, is, this is a good... Why do some actors f- fade away when they seem to have everything going for them? Is it because they're jerks and no one wants to work with them? Because they have crappy representation? Like, why? And she's like, why is Skeet Ulrich, like from the Newton boys, why is Skeet Ulrich the only one of the Newton boys who fizzled? I don't think you could argue that he's a dramatically worse of an actor, which I agree. I didn't see the Newton boys, but Skeet Ulrich is not a bad actor. But... I think it's interesting because when, even when I was growing up, like if you saw a person on TV mm-hmm. and then you didn't see them on TV anymore, mm-hmm. you assumed they were washed up in the business. Yep. Then you find out that Fred Savage didn't just leave Wonder Years and right.
1: disappear. He's been directing television for the last 22 years. Case in point, Karate Kid. Now, I know he was just recently on the roast for Rob Lowe, and everybody kind of made a joke like, where have you been? Well, he's been behind the camera. Like some yeah. people, they just... They're done. They don't want the pressure of having to the daily grind. And you can speak to this more than I can. Um, there is a very high pressure daily grind to stay relevant when you are an actor, yeah. even when you are a successful actor.
0: Especially when you're successful, because you know that staying up, that's gonna disappear. Like you got a good five
1: minutes up there, and then people are like, "We've moved on." And you know, t- talking to Ian last week you know i mean he got to a certain level of success and then he was like i can't i don't want to i don't want to have to like he said i don't want to spend five thousand dollars on a personal trainer anymore like there's just things all of a sudden you're like ah right i just can't do this anymore and so that's part of it some of it's drugs well i mean look some of it is bad attitude and no one wants to work there are
0: there are genuinely times when like and and it was it would had a lot to do with their surroundings, but like the Corys, do you know what I mean? Feldman and Haim, those guys kind of got really fucked over by the industry. I mean, you can make fun of Corey Feldman all you want, and it's all warranted. But at the same time, no,
1: they're they're the bad story when it comes to
0: child acting. Yeah, they but they the were the like bad. sexually abused. That's they what I'm were, saying. they're the bad really story. bad. They and, were the bad, unprotected story and, and, of what happened, and because of that, it, it affected their lives, their personalities, their careers. They just kind of all went. Yeah, downhill. Corey Haim
1: used to hang out. I didn't even know this. This is how so bad I am because I don't. I, he would hang out outside the Ha Ha. When I first moved out, oh, he lived kind of over there. Yeah, people he would hang out and talk to people all the time. I probably had plenty of conversations with him. I had no idea who he was, but I think by then he was so strung out all the time that a lot of people you don't recognize anymore because they're so just destroyed by drugs. Yeah,
0: and I I do. I honestly feel like and they're hard to talk to when you're strung out. I I think that he had brain damage almost to to a certain extent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he didn't seem. He he, always seemed off. Like when he was a kid, he was like, you know. But then I'm telling you, you know, not not having been abused I don't know for sure but I mean that has got to fuck with you Yeah, do you know what I mean and really and when your mom when no parents do anything about it and you're just like your trust of the world disappears do you know what I mean you don't trust anybody anymore it's like it was just it would be terrible but so there, there are those examples and then but to the directing thing it's like not necessarily not liking the daily grind of acting but some people I think find that they just enjoy directing better they just enjoy writing more they just enjoy you know like I know guys that That you would think they should be out there every day auditioning, and they're like, "No, that's not for me. I enjoy this aspect of the business." And they'll go do that. It doesn't necessarily mean they've disappeared. I can't speak to Skeet Ulrich. I don't know what he's up to, but my guess is he's, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, Skeet Ulrich. He's producing or directing, or Or he's doing nothing. Some people
1: just move on and do other things with their lives.
0: That's true. That's true, man. I mean, there, there was this like I always respect a kid actor who's like, "Yeah, I'm going to take some time and go to college."
1: Well, there's the there's the guy that's famously known here for being a lawyer now, entertainment attorney that was in The Goonies, Jeff Cohen. Yeah, and yeah. You just you know he was Chunk in The Goonies, yeah, and, and now he's an entertainment lawyer. Yeah, I mean some some people are just like, nah, I'm just going to go to school and and you know yeah. have a whole another life. Yeah, and and I think that
0: also to s- speaks to I don't know Jeff, I I I know a lot of people that like use Jeff as a lawyer and that know Jeff, and and I've never heard a bad thing about him, and I think we contacted him. We did a thing on the show Proving Ground. We wanted to prove that the Goonies uh, toys that Data made were could we could make them work. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, this is just a quick sidebar because it's a Ryan Dunn story. It's very funny. Um, the show Proving Ground was aired on the G Four Network a while back. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Dunn and uh, Jessica, I think you say her name is Ch- Alba. No, Chabata, something. I can't Chibata. really pronounce it. I don't know what it was it. it's All something right. like that okay. though. Okay. So they were the hosts of the show, and I was just a writer on the show, and and got to hang out with Ryan who is, was just the nicest guy. And so funny, just a genuinely funny dude. And, uh, court, they, I, we contacted Jeff Cohen to see if he would do an interview about the Goonies and the toys that they used in the movie. And he was like, you know, actually I, I'm busy, but he gave us data's info. The the kid who plays data in the movie. Mm -hmm. So we contacted data and data couldn't do it. He had a scheduling conflict. Something was up. Um, but he's also still kind of acting a little bit here Mm and there. Uh, And then they they were like, you know who you should call, who will do it, who will do anything is Corey Feldman. So they called Feldman, and Feldman was like, yeah, but you got to come to my house, and we got to do the interview here. And they were like, no problem. They got there for whatever reason. I I will never understand this. What why what he was thinking? But Feldman shows up. He's got almost all black on, and then he has one. He's got longer hair, kind of tied back in a ponytail, and then one weird braid that just shoots off the top of his head. It's braided. It comes down into the front of his face. It's the biz- most bizarre hair thing I've ever seen. Well, clearly he got it from one of those
1: books that we talked <laughs> dude, about. Dude, if that the-
0: picture's in a book, that book needs to be burned. <laughs> I, I, dude, they did the whole interview, and nobody said anything to him about the hair. Nobody questioned it. Nobody did whatever. And it was a strange interview because he's a strange guy, and Ryan Dunn is really funny. So it was a weird interview. Mm. The, they finished shooting for the day, and the, like on the show... Uh, the next day, they're at the Proving Ground, this big field where they test out these you know, art department uh, toys. Uh, Ryan Dunn whips up in his car And the camera shoots his arrival and he gets out and he's got the braid. He did the braid (laughs) thing without anybody prompting it. He just did it and did the whole rest of the episode. He wears the braid and nobody (laughs) says anything about it. It was, it's the funniest. That's easily the funniest moment of that show for me was just seeing that play out live. I was like, dude, this is awesome. (laughs) That's funny. That was great. It was great. And then of course he passed away and the show was, did not get a second season. Yeah. But, um, that was from... Oh, we were talking about actors of P- faded away. People that
1: come and go and...
0: Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's... You know, you can always kind of... Because there's the internet, you can always Google somebody's name and, they'll, yeah. and you'll little be able to find out what they're up to. So if you have like a guy... But I mean, look, Henry Winkler, people thought he disappeared forever. He didn't disappear. That guy has been working
1: nonstop since Happy Days. Do you know what I mean? Like, on and off. I think what happened was... You know, somebody like that, though, because back then there was, there was very f- few options to watch. So when you're that famous... You're huge, and you're known as Fonzie.
0: Yeah, it takes and he a he did a while. couple. I
1: think he did Night Shift, which was kind of like, that's where kind of people are like, oh, you're not just Fonzie, right? right? Like That was a big movie, a successful movie back then. And then, yeah, I mean, I think even for him, he went on and did other things that he's were not related books. to. Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, he's, he's... He's a parent. He went and, a, like... Yeah, he raised kids. He's, yeah, he did things. And he is, honestly, just... I had a brief conversation, like, a, hi, how you doing with him at in Vegas once, and I was like... What a nice guy! Yeah, but also I am a, a big, huge, massive Happy Days fan. Yeah. Like I love that show. There's yeah, something. that's why it's so
1: disheartening to see Scott Baio now. I'm like, Cha yeah. Chachi. I can live without what Scott. Are you well, doing? you should have had that just when Charles in Charge came out. That should have been enough right there. You didn't need. You <laughs> I didn't watched, need to... dude. I watched the shit out of Charles. Well, and Charge. Well, you shouldn't. So let me guess. Yeah. You probably watched Small Wonder too, and thought, what an amazing syndicated show. Dude, Small Wonder was hilarious. Uh, she was a robot who lived in a closet, bro. So <laughs> what are
0: you gonna tell me? You didn't watch that? You didn't watch Alf either, did you? I this know. is not a very realistic premise. How no, can an that's alien live why. with
1: a uh, elf? Uh, it's me, Willie. Elf. Um, I watched that's a little bit of Elf, but Charles in Charge. The reason why I didn't want to watch is because I watched a couple episodes, and I just here's the thing about certain Nicole Egger is back why I watched Charles in Charge. Dude. Well, Charles in Charge, I believe, also had Willie Ames who went off the deep end oh. first. <laughs> dude, you know what he's doing? I was a huge eight is enough. Fan. And that's where he's from, right? Yeah, yeah. and I loved is enough, which I think was like a seventies, like a that was a little. Sitcom. That was a right. It was on, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, it was right I mean, before it, me. I, I, that was back when syndication first kind of became big, and then I would like, you could watch it. I think on like WGN or something. Yeah, like that and then the Waltons then. were on yeah. four hundred times a day, and Leave It to Beaver. Yeah, so I burned out on all those shows on, on 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 reruns. But the thing about those sitcoms back then that eventually just drove me nuts is I don't like big acting, like big responses, like oh, big yeah. over the top stuff. I just got to a point where I was kind of done with that. Like, I actually was probably one of the few people that thought the show soap was funny cuz it was so weird and Dude, so oh, odd.
0: People loved so the people that got soap absolutely loved it. I was too young. I did not understand it. I was like, "What?" And it didn't like but Billy Crystal playing the first really the first kind of gay character yeah. on TV. Like yeah. um I just think, and there was and then and you go down the list of the people that were in soap and I can't do it cuz I'm not thinking about it right now. Really hard, but there were a lot of people that just yeah. Went and on it was an huge. oddball
1: show, but I mean, again, like I said, I just I, there was just a certain point in my life where all of a sudden I was like, too big. I'm done with the big. Yeah, and I just I don't know why. But well, that you was get just... to a certain like you kind of you're like I see through this. It's not impressive. It's so not... back to Ames. What were you going to say about Willie Ames? Do you know what he's doing now? No, I know he went off the deep end as well at some point
0: uh, in his life. He went like Kurt Cameron times ten. Okay, and he has a show on. Uh, well, you can look it up online. It's called Bible Dude where he is a superhero. I did
1: hear about that. He's a super,
0: right. uh, dude, you should see some of this, dude. It is real good. Uh, he's a superhero. He wears the costume and everything and his power, he flies around and he lands and then solves everything with the Bible. He's okay. Bible dude. Okay. It is truly insane. <laughs> truly. It is so funny to watch. It's, it's really interesting. It's really interesting.
1: It sounds like somebody that something that South Park would have made up for like a... Uh, that's
0: why when someone's like, yeah, he's on a show called Bible Dude, I go, come on now. That's exactly what I thought. Like, that sounds like a South Park bit. Like, oh my God,
1: that's hilarious. No, yeah, it was... <laughs>
0: and no, we don't think...
1: Yeah, Skeet Ulrich isn't a bad actor, so he didn't fizzle out because of that. No, there's a variety of reasons why people... Yeah. You know, maybe he looked too similar to somebody else, and they just went down that path with that other person. I mean, there's you'll ne- look. First off, you're asking two guys. There's a reason why the show's called Hollywood Anonymous. If so you're asking, <laughs> if as you want to, as Hollywood's concerned. Our careers ended years ago. Yeah, that's what we just don't know it yet. <laughs> yeah, we're um, just in yeah, super yeah, yeah, denial. Yeah, good idea, guys. Have do a podcast in a basement. Good call. Yes, people are going to care. People yeah. are going. This will get you work, Man, John. Good call, you guys. By the way, speaking of people not caring about stuff, so I was driving down the street yesterday. Taking my kids to school, and I looked to my right, um, and unlike looking to my left last week and seeing a guy climbing out of a uh, (laughs) out of a donation bin, uh, this week was man walking down the street with a sword, and I thought to myself, "Nope, don't like that one bit." Ninja sword, right? And but the thing is, yeah, casual, yeah, is a ninja sword, right? Exactly, Uh, casual. And I just kept going, and this is the problem I think that I've become so desensitized by living in a city because you and I both know that. If you went back to our childhood, growing up in the Midwest, if someone was walking down the street with a sword, with a sword they'd be like, the retarded kid is out again, and somebody <laughs> needs to go get him. And take that sword not, away but, from Yeah, him. right? I mean, seriously. So there's the good and the bad of it, which is, obviously, like, you're not supposed to use the word to retarded anymore, right? <laughs> so th- there's, that's the good part of it. But the bad part is, we're now socially acceptable in some cities, you are like, yeah, he, it's, he's not going to do anything with that sword. Like, So there's the it's good and the, the bad, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah, right? I mean... Look, there like was a guy. There a was a guy who went on a subway
0: and, like, what was it, Japan or Japan, somewhere, and started hacking sword. people up with a sword. It's like, but see, in Japan, I would be concerned. Well, because you're racist and you think they know how to use the sword better.
1: Well, do you think that guy really knew how to use that sword that was walking on the street yesterday, even no without idea. knowing?
0: Yeah, I mean, my guess is he could hit you with it if he I, had to. Like I a think bat. because
1: you can buy swords so accessibly on television, he got excited, bought the sword thought, now what do I do with a sword? I guess I go for walks with it? I don't <laughs> I'm gonna know. I'm going to take I, it
0: out in public and show everyone I bought this thing. This
1: sword. <laughs> hey, guys, what's up? I don't know. You want to see my sword? I just want one person nah, to ask me if really. I'm a ninja. Well, no, they wouldn't ask you a ninja because they wouldn't see you, you idiot. Yeah, if you are a ninja, no one's asking because yeah. they can't find you. <laughs> they can't find you.
0: <laughs> but no, the sword thing, uh, yeah, I see something say something i
1: mean what do you do like hey i don't know if this is an emergency officer but there is a guy with a sword you might want to check it out that's one of those things i always think about like when the phone call comes into the police department and i know that's their job but there's got to be a couple where they do the long breaths when they get the call they're like all right where's this where's the guy with the sword they're just like dude fuck's sake people is there certain things you can just not do because we could there's other things yeah, i got real should... crime going yeah. on like
0: now i got a nimrod with a sword running seriously? around seriously uh, you, a, NYPD Blue was always great when Sipowicz would handle the calls of the lunatics that would call in like the aliens are talking to me and, and instead of dismissing them and being like you're crazy he would literally give them things that would occupy them he's like what you want to do is you want to cover your walls in tinfoil and he would let them do it you know what I mean he would just like the, and you'll be fine
1: and they'd be oh thank you do you know the history behind tinfoil and the whole like insanity thing do you know anything about no. that I often wondered about that
0: no why tinfoil well, tin I think like,
1: because it's like a,
0: a malleable sort of metal You know what I mean? And And so it blocks things. It blocks, yeah. Yes. In theory, it would block like radio waves or or like, uh, you know, thought beams
1: or uh, like an alien probe or. Have you ever actually legitimately seen someone crazy put a tinfoil hat on? Have you only seen that on television and film?
0: No, I actually did see someone wearing a foil hat and I was only once and I remember saying, holy shit, that really happens. (laughs) And that dude, add on a foil hat, man, and he was. He was committed. He to the was hat. he was bonkers, okay. dude. He right. was bonkers. Okay. It was like right. It was right near the CNN building too. Like right in LA. Oh, it was out
1: here. Yeah. So he probably got <laughs> oh, it oh, off. So you're a like, t- ah, well, like, again.
0: No, I mean, if someone like again, if someone was wearing a tinfoil hat in Ashland, they, they the, the kid got out again. Go get him. Like. he
1: was on his way to the meeting of things you're not really supposed to be fucking doing in society. <laughs> and he, <laughs> with, it's with a group Soar I have called things you're not with, supposed to with do with walking society. bat guy in my neighborhood. <laughs> well, well, that's what I always say is walking bat guy. Get walking with a bat. I don't know why he walks with the bat, but I, then part of me goes, oh, I know why he walks with the bat. He doesn't want to get attacked by a dog. Maybe he's afraid of dogs or something. Like, that was my thought. Sword guy, it's like, no, 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 this isn't Fruit Ninja. But my, my point <laughs> is, like, walking bat guy, I'm a little bit less threatened by than, I You know, it depends on the time of day and where we're it's, at. It, it is during the day. He on. always only walks during the day and he's older. Yeah. If it know. was a young kid with a baseball bat, I'd be like, again. What are you doing, kid? Right away, I'd be like, <clears throat> there's no game here. Yeah, exactly. Not walking there's near no, a park. Yeah, there's no pickup game. It's like that
0: Seinfeld when the guy borrows Kramer's bat. He goes, like, can I borrow this? He's like, yeah, do you want a glove? He goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, bats, I, I, so I just wish, I don't know, man. Like, but at what point do you feel threatened enough that, like you said, you, that you feel the need to call the police? Because. Because they're also going to make a decision like, okay, is anybody being harmed? No, he's he's whistling. and Yeah, he seems like a normal dude, but, but he has he's a got a sword. And, no-
0: and in this world, the society has gone so much to shit that you just have no idea what people are thinking or doing. But,
1: but then I always go to, sword guy goes down the street. Let's say sword guy loses his shit. And then I realize statistically, there's like 300 some odd million guns in America. Mm-hmm. So my thought is, Somebody's going to walk up with a gun and take care of the situation. And shoot, and and shoot of sword situation. guy Indiana yeah. Jones style? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, just like because yeah. sword guy is because um, Indiana the, the the guy with the gun is not feeling well and he just wants to end the day, right? So you know that's the theory behind the gun scene, right? Uh, yeah, he the, was not feeling well and he was like, "How about I just shoot him and then we're done?"
0: Yeah, because he wasn't that was I Ford did just read did that 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 was well, not supposed yeah. to happen that way and he was like, "No, nah, why don't we do this?" And they're like, "Oh, great!" And it ends up being one of the
1: most iconic scenes yeah. of the movie. And he gets and he went
0: back to his trailer and probably slept off the flu or whatever. Uh, flu. It was Harrison Ford. I guarantee it was <laughs> a hangover. <laughs> that
1: was uh, um, so. Good transition. Speaking of flu, so I was talking to Anthony Alabi. Is yes. that how I say his name? Yeah, at the bachelor party. So we'll go to the bachelor party now. Bachelor and party. He, brought, dude. A, he used the term flu when he was talking about professional athletes, and and you know the how they use the term. The flu is used very very generously for a lot of Everything. athletes. That uh, can't quite perform that day for other decisions they may or may not yeah. have made. Alcoholism, so got drug flu. abuse. Yeah, the flu. Yeah, that yeah, the flu is just—it's an easy one. Go, yeah, yeah, flu. Yeah, he's got the flu. flu. Well,
0: also you can't—you got—that's can, what you can tell the media. He
1: has flu symptoms. It's like, well, you can't tell Santino that because he was there and he went off on a complete rant about Michael Jordan gambling and that the flu game was bullshit. That Jordan didn't have the flu, and really, like, he goes, "When was the last time you knew anybody that had the flu for that short period of time?" And was like, I was like, "Okay." But I, I, he never followed up as to what he believed. Interesting that he would be that against, Jordan, against that legend Because that's a pretty He solid, said it's hard for him because he's a homer
0: Oh yeah dude he loves the Bulls
1: But he said that we've all had the wool pulled over our eyes With the whole Jordan and gambling and all oh, the well, other things That Jordan has a more debaucherous background absolutely. I, I'm, I'm 100% on board with that, that for sure That he was, he was fortunate in the fact that he was famous Before pre-internet times And that he got away with a lot of shit oh my God, And yeah. they swept a lot of stuff under the carpet Absolutely that. I mean
0: that was that, That's the whole theory as to why he went and played baseball for that length. That's of time well, that's
1: where Santino went. Yeah, I, we,
0: when we started discussing it, we have the exact same theory about that. That's why his father was killed. This is all gambling debt, and I think it's a pretty wide, widely talked about theory. I don't think we're like. Mining gold And we're the smartest People on earth I think other people
1: Are like yeah I can see that Being a thing Well there's been Books that were Written about it Right that Oh I don't out know And yeah, talking I can't about yeah. <laughs> There were cartoons That were made what About was it, a his a Sketch that- of it That I could have seen In a, some sort of A dirty <laughs> magazine there was an Asian that told you, right? We have to believe everything the Asians tell us, right? That's right. That's before yeah. the internet. It was what did the Asians say? And then you go, Oh, well, the Asians say. <laughs> oh, they do? Yeah, they say rub rub turic on you and you're like, Oh thank God Asians are here.
0: That's like Christian Dugay's joke. Do you know him? Uh the name sounds familiar. We should have him on the show. He's so funny, dude. He was on Mad TV for a little bit, but he is so funny. He's got a joke where he's like he says something like, you know, I was someone's had Asian milk and someone's like, Oh, you know, there's there's human hair in Asian milk and you're like Oh, I guess. Like, someone just says that. You got to believe it. I didn't go to the internet. I was like, oh, gross, human hair. No, there's toenails and German chocolate. I'm probably butchering the shit out of it, so if he hears this, I apologize. So, all
1: right. No, it's okay. So let's go to the bachelor party. Now, Here, I w- I w- there's a couple things. One, First it of all, turns out I was the only one that knew it was your bachelor party. Well, I did not know that you sent out two separate texts. One was an all text, and then one was to me. And I was the only one that knew it was well, party. Well, what happened was, <laughs> is with along the same deal
0: as my birthday, I don't like to make people feel like they have to come to something.
1: Yeah, but they all came anyway, which is odd to me. Based on that theory, 20-some-odd people just showed up because you said, let's go day drinking. Now, so what does that say about people? Well, right.
0: Now, first of all, remember I said I wasn't going to have a bachelor party because I'm 41 years old and my entire life has been a bachelor party right. f- for this exact amount of time right um, and I was like you know I, I don't what am I going to do get everyone to get like if I was in my 20s yeah maybe we go to a strip club or something but like I don't have that in me anymore I don't want to do that I don't care I, I just I want to hang out with a couple of friends and just have a casual day you just take uh, off your head. Oh,
1: I'm just trying to make it. I like him. But I just it's oh, okay. it's just fuzzing. Sorry, we were having a little head. Oh, it's That's what I'm saying. Just take it off here because I'm hearing the same fuzzing. So I'm taking off my headphones. Oh, okay. There we go, folks. I'm not editing that part all right, out. We're continue head phone, your headphone continue free. Continue now. If you don't, don't, be bothered by it? Um, <clears> I don't mind actually. <laughs> I, I right, back. We're back in, okay, you guys. So I gotta in. put the headphones, headphones on. Headphones are back in, you guys. We're not editing this part out. We're S- back in.
0: So then I had talked to you, and I was like, you know, I could have like a like you because you asked. Are you going to do a bachelor party? I was like, you know what I might do is for my LA friends because uh, i i went to i was in illinois for the fourth of july and we all hung out i hung out with the people i was going to see there and uh for my la friends maybe could do something that was you know just a couple of bars go bar hopping is what i really thought go down hollywood boulevard or something and then when it, it came up that nicole was working all weekend and i was like you know what saturday i got nothing going on let me just and you were like i was like maybe i could do like a bachelor party type thing yeah. Or you said, Are you going to do your bachelor party yeah. type thing? I said, Yeah, let's do it this Saturday. Yeah. So then I sent you, Eddie, Tim, and somebody else a text all in a group. Mm-hmm. And then I just set a text and I copied and pasted it to everybody that I invited. I was like, Hey, man, if you're around, we're going to go to Davy Wayne's on Saturday for uh, some day drinking, some day beers, or whatever I said. And most people responded, you know. And the people that couldn't make it were, uh, you know, they're comics, they're on the road, they, uh, whatever, you know. Um, And It's not a big deal But um, Yeah so I was just like Let's do it And I didn't Again I didn't mention Bachelor party Because I didn't want people Who had Plans Or something to do Or shows that night To then forfeit all that To come
1: out And day drink with me I just didn't think That was fair So it was fun. I just didn't realize that as I was individually talking to each person that I was letting them know that it was your bachelor party because I kept getting confused. And then finally, I was like, okay, after the sixth person, I realized you hadn't told anyone. I told Santino. I was like, it's kind of a bachelor
0: party type thing.
1: Yeah. You know, and Tim knew. And when I called
0: my friend Mike from Ventura and I was like, hey, do you want to come down? He's like, you didn't say bachelor party, but I figured,
1: why else are we going out day drinking on a Saturday for no it didn't reason? didn't change the atmosphere in any way. <laughs> no. Uh, Davey no. Wayne's, by the way. Explain to people what Davy Wayne's is so that are not from here. The, first, I, I, the first, full name of the bar is called Good Times at Davy Wayne's. Right. And by the way, I want to be clear up front. I am a huge fan of um i don't want to say what thematic bars if it's done right it can be really fun if it's depending on the theme theme yeah if it's a theme that you care about or or are interested i asked you like the safe house in milwaukee wisconsin i love that
0: yeah yeah it's fun yeah exactly uh yeah, good time at Davy Wayne's. You you kind of walk up, uh, and it looks it used to look like a garage sale. Yeah, they, they, they kind of got they, rid of that they vibe. Clean, of they home. cleaned, they it, cleaned up, it up, but there used to be like kind of old knickknacks and antiques, and a door guy sitting there. And it looks like there's it's you're, you're walking a into a garage with a big refrigerator in the back, and uh, you walk in, and then you open the refrigerator in the back, and you walk through into uh, and up a couple of stairs, and you're literally in a house. A ni- a house. Like a house. You're in a house. You're in a 1970s living room. The music never leaves the decade of the '70s. Um, You walk if you keep walking straight, you'll walk or you walk curve around, but you walk to a bar. You can get Schlitz, Pabst, Olympia, whatever they got. They got old timey shit beers, which are great. And uh, they also there's no have no
1: pool tabs though, but you know, they're, so.
0: yeah, they're not pool tabs, but
1: um, they also have you know a little more because I think at this point you get lead poisoning if you were still, yeah, or it you should. choke on them, or yeah. it's bad for the environment probably. You can't make your uh, you can't make your necklaces anymore, oh, your dude. Tab necklaces. So you, there's
0: a bar there, but then you can walk outside through the living room and you're on a back porch, and there's like a yard, and and then there's a little kind of trailer that serves drinks back there, and then and they have food off to food, the side right? for ice cream and tacos and whatever. It is. Truly one of my favorite places in L.A. I enjoy it just because the times I've been there, and this is what what happens is during the day, It's fine, and then at night, like right around when it starts to get dark, there's usually a line outside on the weekends, and then there's a dress code. Do you
1: have a no line theory?
0: I have a no line policy and a no dress code policy. Okay. Well, now, but yeah, we'll get to it. I got it. I got it. Um, Yeah. So that was that's why I chose Davy Wayne's because outside during the day it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And we could all stand out there and have it's like basically if I had a house I would have just invited you over. Right, Right. Do you know what I mean? So so that was a really good time. Now I
1: charged a lot for your drinks.
0: Yeah, exactly. I would charge you exactly that amount of money for all your That's drinks. It's just
1: not that expensive for day drinking. I mean, and, and,
0: and everyone took the, the brunt of my drunkenness. I mean, are they... Literally, I didn't pay for one thing all day. So. To. No, I know, but again, no one really knew it was my until I started learning
1: that. And they're like, oh, What do you want? You know, mostly people that are uh, anybody need anything I noticed yes. that very quickly that yeah. you, you were surrounded by everybody a lot who of... left the circle that we were talking in was always like, Hey, does
0: anybody need anything? I'm yeah. going to the bar. Yeah.
1: Which is odd. You don't normally get that. It was a large group <clears> of <throat> people that were like, Even though I don't know you, did you need something? You know, yeah. It was very interesting. You know, even though I knew almost everybody, which the majority of them were guests on our show, which is hilarious, but. <laughs> The, uh, um, uh, it, it was kind of cool to see such a calm, cohesive group of people. Yeah. That yeah. all were like chill, happy where they were in their lives. Like it, You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, yeah. Everyone was just there
0: having a good time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And my fa- this is one of my favorite things that happened. I had invited a couple of guys that I used to work with uh, at MTV and that I've known forever. And one of them used to know my brother from way back in the day in Illinois. And he's out here now. And they're, they're, they're very cool guys. You know? So I invited them out. Um, and they were like, yeah, we'll be there. And so I'm standing talking to you, and I got Colson, Ryan Colson, to my right, and I got a couple other people. And I look up, and I'm like, I see these two guys, and I'm debating whether to make fun of them out loud to everyone in the group or to just like oh, keep it yeah. to myself because I'm trying to be not so
1: judgmental. I know you're talking about because I was thinking the same thing. But
0: right, right <laughs> as I go to Colson, I'm about to go look at these two clowns up here. <laughs> I point, and he goes, "Oh yeah, that's James and Ira, <clears throat> the two guys I'd invited, <clears throat> Ira Stone, James Coronado." And they, dre- I, I go, they look like. Blues traveler roadies, like what are they getting? (laughs) John Popper's harmonicas oiled up, like they had skinny jeans and cowboy hats. Dude, they looked so funny, and they, and look, this is the best part about it is these not
1: like country western cowboy hats. There's it's It's, you know what I'm saying. There's a different type. It's this weird new thing that dudes are wearing cowboy hat. Exactly, that's a good. It's a fedora. It's a foul
0: boy f- yeah
1: <laughs> foul boy.
0: Um, but but then so i ran I, and, and to me the greatest part about knowing them was that i didn't just have to make fun of them to you guys i could go up to them and make fun of them <laughs> to their faces because i've known them for so long and they they indulge me on it like and that was the funny thing when you you pointed it out i was making fun of what people were wearing yeah and you were like what in God's name makes you think that you can make fun of somebody's wardrobe psycho? Like I looked like a gas station attendant on the day. Eddie Pence had the best line of the night. We were all standing around right before he got there. And he goes, Jesus Christ, this looks like a bus driver's union meeting.
1: <laughs> we did stick out until guys, until like those guys came. And then like Joe Roderick showed up and he was kind of, he was definitely, oh Roderick, rocks, look, Roderick rocks, look.
0: whatever Roderick wants to rock. Like yeah. he, and, and again, doesn't care that I make fun of it. And like, he- I I have a very like look, dude, I want you to be you. If you want to do something, fucking do it. But I also, because you're my friend, I want to be able to mock what you're doing. You like, have to be
1: able to do both. It works both and, ways. And yeah, very, and then mock me
0: too. Thing. Like, It goes back and forth. But the funniest thing about me making fun of James and Ira is that these guys do well with ladies. They're very fashionable guys. They're young enough. They're hip enough. Because they wear it with confidence. Because they There's wear it with confidence difference. and because that's who they are. dude. Okay. Do you like, know like, what I, I mean? So if I respect not... the shit out of that. Yeah. But I also reserve the right to make fun of it. And James and Ira, like James used to say, you used to bother me when you made fun of me because I'll tell them halfway through a night like that I'll be like you guys know the only reason I'm picking on you like this is because I love you and I think this is hilarious some people don't like that even when you say that but yeah right but they were like they were like yeah we know and and Ira and James they get it man they get it they have fun because of that day I was like you know what you guys are invited to the wedding I don't uh- <laughs> I invited him to the wedding because a couple people dropped out. I was like, these guys should totally be there.
1: I, uh, Yeah, I don't <laughs> say anything to anybody anymore because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But I could just say, I could only imagine if you and I dressed like your two friends. Oh, wow, my God, we, dude. We, we would be able to handle it. People would Five whip batteries in, at us. I would be like, oh, we got to go home and change. Like, I, I couldn't. Because that's not who you are. No, I, no. I, I don't have that kind of confidence. No. I'd I mean, and, and also, like,
0: again, we're not dudes that are out on the prowl. We're, and I don't mean to say that I'm these guys the are like hornballs. I out on
1: the prowl, but he's just very, he's comfortable in his... World, yeah. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, he does. What he does. I come from man. a very conservatively dressed world. Like I don't. I. I mean, Joe Robert had his shirt open all the
0: way, like well, halfway that's through. He the, was sweating. Oh my God, God he was pitting out. It was hilarious.
1: All right, so, but but we learned something about two things about a couple things about Davy Wayne's actually is that one, I thought when you chose your theory of day drinking, was actually a wise one, which is. You go early, you get to go home early. Love that concept. I was in bed by midnight, and it was awesome. I was in bed by 10.30, even more awesome. But the point was, I got there, and that motherfucking place was crowded. And I was it, like, yeah, okay, it, so apparently more everybody day thought. drinks? More crowded than I thought. It's yeah, never but, been
0: like that when I was
1: there at like 2 in the afternoon. But my, my point is, that was just bizarre to me. I was like, okay, so Hollywood has a lot of day drinkers. Okay. Well, for sure. Two, I learned that only baseball hats are affiliated with gangs because... You can't wear a baseball hat there, but you can wear you can wear like <clears> a, a newspaper old timey hat, hat a fedora, the, the, the a cowboy, cowboy hat, the Cowboys.
0: <clears throat> yeah, no, I didn't know about the baseball hat thing either. And I had my Cubs hat on. You had your Cubs hat on, and they made me take it off. And, and that I was bunch like,
1: "Run had a hat. A couple guys had to take their hats yeah, off. Yeah, so we're very upset with their, that they had a hat here.
0: Yeah, yeah. You
1: didn't. You looked fine. Uh,
0: well, whatever. But you I was I was annoyed bad. at the whole thing. So I hang my hat up, and I, it's a nice Cubs hat. It's a, it's the game. It's the one they wear. It's the you know it's the so it's the official hat. But they tell you to yes. So I, they tell they you make to take, take it, it off, off and you just hang it.
1: And they, they have speak, a little hat rack right where they are. Right, right where, where they're, they're sitting. The and
0: I is. hung it up and I look right at the guy and I go, Keep your fucking eye on this hat. Yeah. It's exactly how I said it. And he looked at me and he was like, Yeah, okay. Yeah. Kind of with a flippant attitude. And I was like, well, yeah, I'm not John, kidding, but, dude. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Keep
1: an eye on my hat. Yeah, no, that was that was the you calm down horn that just happened right there. They were of like, i calm down. Okay, but here's the thing though. Look at it from his perspective. Because I want to talk about some other things before we get to the hat later. But mm-hmm. look at his perspective. His, thi- his thing is, did your Nana give you that hat? Did you fight a war in that yeah. hat? What you, did you can't some, go buy what, another one? What happened in that hat that makes that hat more special than any other hat? Like that In their minds, that's what they're thinking, right? Like, so that's where you kind of like, that's the starting ground. Unless Unless if you just bought that at Lid's yesterday and you just love the cubs yeah of course he's like yeah buddy I- i'm all over this hat right here i, I got this because you probably can't get another one of these anywhere right like if this one goes <laughs> you're never gonna be able to get that same brow sweat mark on any other dude hat, this is the hat i've been wearing mark. this season so okay, there could be a season hat okay so i get it so that's very important yeah the other thing um about that place that i noticed very quickly because i do not apparently do not go like when i go out i usually go to comedy clubs mm-hmm. or bars affiliated with like wherever we go after a show because we don't go clubbing right <laughs> um Nobody wears bras anymore. Nobody oh. wears bras anymore. I had no idea that that bras uh, are, are young girls bras, yeah. and bras, and the fact that they're okay, like... Nip slips, which is like used to be big on the internet, that happens at dude the, at that side boob and was nip like,
0: slips all over town. Yeah,
1: they were barely wearing clothes; like they were in some sort of like weird, like David Bowie meets sci-fi, bad sci-fi '80s movies and television show shirts. That's you're such that, you sound like such a dad right now. You're like, hey, that, no one's even dressed out here. Uh, what is that? perverts? I I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. condemning is, it. I will not touch them. I will try to not look at them for an extended period nope, of time. You just glanced like an eclipse. But yeah. <laughs> But but I was just at one point, and this is where the dad and me because I did feel a little uncomfortable with so much of that. Yeah, that I felt like, well, do I just keep my head down at this point? Don't look at anyone. Yeah, so just I was just shocked about that. About the good party though, good times, right? As they say, at
0: good times at Davy Wayne's for sure. And then we get ready to leave. We're going to go to (laughs) Crawford's,
1: which is Matt Dittman's bar. How many? Okay, how many? Because. People were just constantly getting beers. How many beers do you think you had at at Davey Wayne's? I would say so I you were there for about four or five hours. I would say I had roughly ten to twelve beers. That's
0: crazy, right? Because people just kept buying them for me, and and I did. This is the smart. I if I if I'm gonna do drink if I'm gonna drink like that, I stick with one beer, and that's all I drink all night. Yeah, I don't switch it up. No, I don't no do shots. shots yeah, I don't get car. mixed drinks. I don't do any of that because beer. I can I can handle more than enough and be I can walk. Do you know? Would what I you
1: mean? agree that beer? If you do. If you do 12 beers over five hours, it's different than 12 beers in two hours. Of, of course. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like that oh, was Oh, yeah, so yeah, We were there for yeah. really, really, So everything long time. did have time to so breathe so as much as I was drinking. So nobody lost their fucking minds. <laughs> right. Like, no one was being
0: dicks. No one was yelling. No one was stumbling. Right, right. We were in a very good mood leaving the place, yeah. right? Yeah. So everyone gets outside. We're going to call a couple of Ubers. And we're going to head to Crawford's. It's it's dark out at this point, right? 7 o'clock, yeah, 7.30, something yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> So I walk out, and uh, someone behind me goes, oh, I hope your hat's there. And I'm like, that's real funny, dude. Ha, ha, ha. And then I get out there, and my hat's not there. <laughs> so this dude behind me who said, whoever said, I hope your hat's there, already put it in my head that what if my hat's not there? So when I get there and my hat's uh-huh. not there, I immediately look right at the door guy, and I go, where's my fucking hat? Oh, yes. And he goes, and, the, the, and I'll be honest, the look on his face was... Oh my God, you're the guy who told me to watch your hat and I didn't do it. So I was like, what the fuck like, he didn't even respond before I went, what the fuck? Where's my hat? I started I I
1: took the ripped the hat wrap off the wall. I threw it on the ground. <laughs> no, no, you did it, you did it in 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 phases. You were like, uh oh. Hey, Foo, yeah, I hit? flipped it over, go, and you just started knocking things off the wall like one in one. Like someone,
0: at give me the hat before I destroy the whole place. I'm okay. going to do it a little bit at a time.
1: Now, can I tell you the, the other? Can I tell you the other side of that story? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. cause it's, so you, now you know John is John is uh, we John had obviously said watch my fucking hat. <laughs> and now you know that John is angry about the fact that no one watched his hat. So before John got out there. Um, Uh, Yet to be a guest on the show, but one of our friends, Joe Burke, who does locations in town. Joe said, I'm going to take John's hat. And I went, are you sure you want to do that? Because I kind (laughs) of know, like, I'm a hat guy. I'm a hat guy myself. You were correct. And I know that, like, there's a fine line with some dudes and their hats. Like, it's just, it it just, there just is. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm going to hide his hat. And he, so I said, okay. And he goes, don't worry about it. I told the door guy and, the two door guys, I told him I was taking the hat. And so... You come out, and you go, where's my fucking hat? Yeah. And people start laughing. Now, Matt Fultron was with us, and Matt was kind of off to the side, and everybody was just kind of standing around watching you. And then John loses his fucking shit. <laughs> like, violently loses his didn't, shit. Only didn't on, I say violently, yeah. he, was, he became very violent towards inanimate objects yes, where hats yes, used to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And almost to the point, like, seriously, dude- where the fuck is my hat? Now, I want, now because I knew this was a possibility that John was going to be somewhat upset, not like crazy upset, but like upset, now I'm watching the look on Joe's, hilarious Joe's yeah, face. Yeah, handsome Joe. To where Joe thought, this is going to be fucking hilarious and we're all going to hug each other, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Joe was now scared.
0: Yeah, Joe was like, uh, someone said his face went from like, this will be great, to like, oh, oh God, I've made yeah. a huge oh, mistake. Oh yeah, he
1: realized immediately... <laughs> that this is not once you started destroying things he was like oh this is fucked I am so fucked right now but the funny thing was is the two door guys were laughing like I thought the door guys were going to beat the shit out of you I thought they were too when you started wrecking when things when I started was knocking like me, I go
0: this guy's going to punch me and I just did it anyway and I was like where's
1: my hat and then they were like so Sycho. as you were doing as you were like starting to beat shit up Joe is getting scared. Matt is walking away. He is backing <laughs> <He's> up. <done. laughs> he is separating himself from the group because he figures there's a melee about to start. And he doesn't want to get. And that's in a fight. not what he came out for day drinking nope. for. Was the melee. So nope. he is slowly distancing himself. From this move. Relationship. Wise move. And then Joe just got so pale to the point where like he's like, here's the here, here's the hat. Now, now I will say that you you like you had crazy eyes for a second because you were still kind of in like where's my fucking hat mode. And then everything calmed down, and even the door guy still, after all that shit, just started laughing. And I think he, laughed, he just goes, he goes, can you, like, can you pick that up? Yeah, now? I think you fixed. And I go, oh
0: shit. yeah, no problem, because I knocked a bunch of other hats off, and I was like, where's my hat?
1: And Joe is just like, I am so sorry. I know no idea. I really was just wanted to have some fun here, bachelor party fun time. I really, really, really felt like we were going to have some good times here, you guys. Like he just could not stop talking about. He really wanted just some good times, and it did not happen. Good times at Davy Wayne's were not good times <sighs> on, on the way God, out. Dude, I thought that. I mean,
0: the whole thing. I mean, I immediately started laughing when he, when he gave me that hat. I was like, oh, you dick. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so. then I looked at the drug I was like, sorry. I mean, I apologize. I picked everything back up. I'm always, those little outbursts, they happen, but only, the very one, very rarely anymore. And two, I admit when I'm wrong immediately afterwards, and then I go back and I fix what I broke. It was over. If I did yeah, it was yeah. over. Yeah.
1: It just thank God it didn't get. Worse, like, could you imagine if you got the wrong door guy <laughs> and then all just of a sudden, was like, and- yeah, it was just like fuck the joke, it's, it's fighting time. Like, you know, because some guys are just like, now, nope, you, you cross right there. Like, some guys would have been like, you just did you just seriously do that to the rack? Yeah. Joke, joke's off. Yeah, now we're going down. Yeah, that would have been because you know, the thing is going back to earlier about how we're all like cohesive and nice and yeah. all chums, yeah. If they would have grabbed you, you know what would have happened.
0: I would have gotten beaten up, and everyone would have stepped away.
1: No, everyone would have jumped in and it would oh. have been a melee. It would have well, been Joe
0: like, Joe Burke would have I know yeah. for sure. And then sure. someone
1: would have jumped in to stop yeah. Joe. Yeah, and, you know what I mean. It would have just been a pile. Like it would have been a revert, like the wrong type of pile on. It would yeah. have been just like we ever see, like in football and basketball and baseball games. And they get a fight. Each guy's grabbing the guy in front of him's neck. Yeah, and it's like they're. It's more like a grabbing neck train than it is an actual fight. It's just yeah, which kind of a weird each other. locked pile. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's get like, off. Sort of I can't. It's get like him Barrel off. of
1: monkeys, but by necks, you know, yeah. a bunch of idiots, right? Yeah. Holding each other's necks. So it was fine. So then we so we go, we get out of there and we go to Crawford's, which is uh Matt Dittman. And then was that
0: your first time there? It was the first time I had
1: to go there. What'd you think? Well, it was great. I knew the bartender, which was hilarious. The minute I walked in, it turns I knew the bartender. Oh, the uh, not Dittman, but the uh, the guy who was the woman. Oh, she she used Jesus. to be uh, watch my kids. Oh, that's hilarious. So that's awesome. Was, yeah, so my kids tie me into everything. It turns out. In well, the without end, them, you'd have no one. In the end, there is no such thing as a big city because you end up running into somebody you knew from your past everywhere you go. Exactly, like, it just doesn't matter. And then you know your kids tie you into everything. Uh, it was great. It was in the middle of nowhere. Los Angeles. Well, yeah, Beverly and Rampart. It's a weird, used to be a pretty, really shady area. Now yeah. it's only mildly shady. Yeah. But we, you had talked, so the funny, so here, here's the best part. So whoever survived the fake bachelor party, um, <laughs> the, 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 the the Magnificent Seven that made it there, right? You had talked so much about this fried chicken that it turned into a fried chicken chow down melee, which was pretty hilarious by the time we had gotten there. Everybody had had enough beers that it was just everyone was starving after five hours of drinking and not eating. Yeah, that it literally we just destroyed fried chicken. I don't eat fried chicken, and even I was like, "Oh, but dude, that fried chicken is so good! It is so good." So I mean, in the end, and that was it. And then eventually, I left. Yeah, we all. We I all mean, just I, went I, home. It, it was it, like be, nothing cra- It was like nothing crazy. bash. we like we replaced strippers with fried chicken. Yeah, like it was the to me. I'll take that any day of the week. Now, oh, dude, be like, oh, really? He would you would take you, yes, because because you know, I I think I saw enough nipple earlier, dude. And also, I have the internet. What do I need to go to a strip club for? <laughs> but
0: like, that, and I that that was exactly what I wanted. I want everyone just to have a really good time, be relaxed, and not have to. There's no pressure of like, we better do something wacky. It's his bachelor party, and then when you're done drinking, you can go home, and like everyone just ubers out of there. You know yep. what I mean? It was like <clears throat> me, Mike, and Tim went back to my place. Nicole stayed on the west side that night, and. Uh, we played George Carlin records and drank maybe one, two more beers and then went to bed, you know, and that was it. Next day,
1: we got up feeling okay, had some coffee. I will say I had the worst Uber drive home. Oh, really? Yes. So, to come full circle about the Colin Kaepernick thing, so for everybody who thinks that there are not problems in this world, my Uber driver. Who I don't know, right? Barely wanted to talk to him in the first place. Didn't At this want to point, talk to him. I was kind of tired and just I was, you know. Sometimes I chat with him on the way to somewhere because you're excited oh. and you're sober. And, yeah, I was gonna so, say, and you're not blacked and tired, out, and yeah. <laughs> not that I was completely hammered or anything like that. I was just tired. It was a long day. Yeah. His whole story was about his buddy who owns trucks and that they should never hire black people. Black people should never be hired to drive trucks, and he would not stop talking about it. What like the whole, exactly? What that? My whole thing was like. What, what, why, first off, what, and I, but it goes back to my whole thing of like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's serious fucking problems in this world. You like, need to report that guy. Huh? You need to write Uber. I want, yeah, but I was just, I was done. I just wanted out. And it was just, I was just, it was so disappointing. I was like, Really, I had a good time tonight. I don't, I don't even. This, hear this is the shit. last thing here. I don't in hear here, about your yeah. racist fucking. But that's rants such a about what a black shitty. People are horrible what, truck drivers. Say, you can't trust black people. And like you said, you don't know him. What if, no? If, what he did was, was go. You a know a what I'm woman? talking about? Other white guy. It's like don't don't make any ass, uh, judgments. Dude, on we me.
0: are not the same person, bro. You so
1: fucking again. Piece it just goes back to that thing I was saying earlier. When you see somebody take a knee, I understand why they take a knee because there's morons like that out there that are trying to spread their poison to me. Like he thought, like yeah, right. Let's keep it going. Let's. So you you agree? Like no, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. But anyway, so of all the things that so I, I I got out of the car and I went home and I was just like dumped on my wife. I'm like, you're not gonna believe this shit I just had to put up with in the car because my whole thing was like I could just tell the dude to shut the fuck up, but I was like, you know what? I don't need. To, he's he's driving. I'm in a car. I don't want to fight with this guy. There's nothing I'm going to say to him that's going to change his opinion. He's a knucklehead. He's some dude in his sixties. obviously, he's obviously made all his. You know what I mean? He's a dude in his sixties. He made he's horrible made mistakes. mistakes so he's
0: lying. driving Uber, and yeah. You know.
1: Well, not even that. I don't want. I don't want to insult on the Uber thing. My point is, his attitudes are not going to change at that point in his life. He's obviously built him up. He's built up his racist points. Yeah, of view but over, if he keeps doing
0: that in Ubers, man, someone's going to jack him in the face.
1: Then you know what? Yeah, justice. Yeah, it's, it's just not going to be me. I just I just wanted to get out, yeah. but. It, but past that it, it, Everything else was fine I, yeah. I,
0: yeah Thank no, God for
1: Uber. Ubers though man
0: Oh dude Right We just call Uber They show up We get in We go There's no cabs It wasn't a bunch of money It just gets charged To someone's credit card It's just so easy You don't
1: think about it It's just and like And
0: for the don't... most part Besides your wackadoo Most of the Uber drivers Have picked me up And I've had a couple I've had a couple Who really sucked <clears throat> But I, report, I, I did report one she, I, I told her I was like We need to If you could, uh, We'd like to get to the liquor store Before it closes And she goes I'm not going to take you To get devil juice and then she proceeded to try Devil to, juice. She tried to lecture me about like how I was a sinner because I wanted alcohol. And I, go, I looked at Nicole and I was like, Excuse me, if it weren't for alcohol, you wouldn't have a fucking job driving this car. <laughs> who the fuck? There's like three people that use Uber that aren't getting hammered when they go out. You know what I mean? And those are like all old people who need to go shopping. So it's like,
1: what the fuck So you did you get into it with her? Yeah,
0: I was like, you're... Did, she, did you get I out? Go, I you guys go, do? well, she pulled up. I go, get fucking... We just got out. I slammed the door. And then I immediately called. I, t- I, t- I sent an email. I was like, I just had the worst Uber ride. This lady tried to push her religion on me. You got to look into this. She's a lunatic. Get her out of there. Did they respond back to you? They were like, the, we're really you sorry you had to drive. Response. We got the ride for free. And then we, they said they would look into it and deal with it.
1: Here's the thing: You want to be in a religion? That's fine. Yes, but don't don't, t- don't don't tell but, me how to live my life. But in a it's, in a in, fair, in a, in a goods
0: right. and services thing, right? Where she's Especially there and she's picking me up.
1: Her money is. I'm um,
0: I'm gonna go with her. That's I'm paying her, right? To go to take me where I want to go, and then she's gonna try to lecture me about where I need to go. Neutrality. Mm, no, you can't do that unless you were going to commit a crime at that point. Then you have dude. To if I said take me to this home. house, I gotta murder this family, I would be like. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not taking you to murder somebody. I can't help
1: myself. I'm full of exposition. I, I, really can't, I can't keep a secret. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I don't know how to not share that. By the way, um, so uh, one of the other Uber drivers that I got, he gave me this whole spiel about driving Uber. Like, is one of the Uber drivers he knows? Like, he has met so many women and had, and, and he that's why he drives Uber to meet women. Yeah. Oh my god. Some He's, people. He equated it to being like a bartender. He's like, he goes. He goes. A lot of people get in there. They want to talk, and he goes. And and then he goes. But I want to be clear. This guy's extremely good looking, and he's awesome, and he's a really good conversationalist. Yeah. Because I had asked one of our friends that drives Uber about that. I'm like, dude, I heard good (laughs) news. No, he's like, I came in. No, I said him. I go, good news. I just, I had the greatest Uber drive over. I good news for you. I think you're gonna be able to find a wife because he's been wanting to get married for a while. I'm like, I think this Uber thing might be your way to find a wife. I go, no, listen. There's probably better times to start your conversations. Like maybe two o'clock in the afternoon. Versus the, three the, the hammered one at yeah. three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I go, but, and he's like, he's just staring at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it is a job. I'm, I'm not getting into Uber <laughs> to, to get try laid. To a wife or get laid. And I go, yeah, yeah, but this other guy was. And he goes. I, he goes. Well, that's great for that. Guy. And his first question out of his mouth, he goes, "Was that guy really good looking?" And I go, "Yeah." He told me. He told. Well, I go. Yeah, that, well, it wasn't the guy that drove me. He said that his buddy is really good looking. And he goes, "Yeah, exactly." That so, the guy could drive a garbage truck and get laid. It's like, oh, this garbage truck business is great. Yeah, he's like, remove the Uber part. He goes, "Let me tell you something, Brian. He's getting laid when he's not driving Uber." Exactly. Okay, if that's his, if that's his agenda. Uber is only, is a side note in that story. And I was yeah. like, I don't know. I just, I found the whole thing to be quite interesting. But then I asked, but then, and this goes back to the wanting to talk to Uber drivers. Then I became fascinated with the whole like, so really what's going on in these things? Is it like cabs? Like, you know, there was taxi cab confessions on HBO oh, yeah. and stuff like that, all the crazy yeah. shit. And he goes, oh yeah, he goes, you get some of that. He goes, there are some people that just want to try to have sex in front of you and that's why they're getting in the car. And he goes, you know, the difference between a lot of us and the taxi cab guys is like, these are our personal cars. I don't want that shit going on in my car because I don't want to be cleaning up your messes in the back. No shit. He goes, so I'll just tell him, like, hey, you want to play second base back there? That's it. But you're not doing anything like anything that's going to make messy shit in my car not happen. And I go, you know, it's funny when you put it that perspective. You're not taxi cab drivers. It's it is your personal car. You may have to put your child's baby seat back in there tomorrow, and yeah. you don't need that kind of shit yeah. going down in there. But
0: that's why I think that's why I think the ratings for both sides come in. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like they can rate you as a passenger, and then you can rate them as drivers. Yeah. And for the most part, I give everyone five stars. Almost everybody, except for that one girl, and then there was one guy who I was like, "Are you out of your mind, dude?" Like he took the worst. He was the worst driver. I was like, "You shouldn't be doing this, man." You shouldn't be doing meaning this. Meaning
1: that he didn't know where he was going?
0: No, meaning he was a terrible
1: driver. Terrible. Like how terri- like, what like terrible? Like, stopping though? at yellow lights. Oh. Like <laughs> The slowest driver dude, in his... Dude, just... Do you just, think he was trying to milk you? Cause that, I didn't, did they get time? that miles?
0: I don't know, but if you're trying to do that... Did, Dude, if you're not using the Waze app when I get in there, I tell you to use the Waze app because that's going to tell us the fastest route to get there.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I want everything to be the fastest possible. I don't want to be in their car longer, and they shouldn't want me in their car longer. They just want to move on to another ride that goes farther or takes them wherever. You know what I mean? To me, it's, qu- it's quantity if you're an Uber driver. You want the most amount of – or one that goes from here to New York or something. You know?
1: Yeah, I don't think anybody wants to take that. Dude,
0: I've talked to cab drivers who have driven people to New York from L.A. He was like, this guy was clearly on the run from the law. He got him with a suitcase. So he I to
1: say, you need a specific reason that oh, you yeah. want a person. and he paid driver.
0: for the hotel rooms, and he just paid the whole way, and he paid Does, for all did the gas back. you realize how
1: expensive that would have been? It's crazy. It's- I mean... Thousands upon thousands.
0: Of Dude, My guess in the suitcase was money. That was my guess. And but. can
1: you? That's an interesting thing, though. Like you know, it's not your cab, which means you have to get. I'm assuming they would have to get clearance from the cab company too, because the wear and tear. If you think about that, if you're going from L.A. Oh, he owned his cab. This guy. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Some of them own their own cabs, they and did. some of them do a share program where, like, I don't know if you watched the night of, but that was the dad's yeah, issue. He had his did cab. You finish
1: watching it yet?
0: Uh, I did. We did. Yeah, we finished it. Yeah. All right. yeah. And, uh, I you know. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was good. I liked it. Did it end the way you thought it was going to end? Um, kind of, kind of. I mean, part of me, I wasn't sure. You know, I guess I didn't really know. But I mean, I, I could see it. I don't want to give any spoilers if any people haven't seen it, so I don't want to. Yeah. You know what? If you haven't, can we maybe do this? If we, ha- if you haven't seen the end of the night of.
1: Uh, you can stop right now. Can you stop the show right now? Yeah. Yeah. Cuz we'll wrap up with this. So all right, okay. so goodbye. Yeah. So um no, I think I think in the end what I appreciated about it was the fact that it ended the exact way it should, which is he gets off but he is now so corrupted by the system Dude. that he has changed forever. And that yeah. to me I was like that that's the difference between a well-written show that's not your traditional like happy ending sitcomy kind of thing versus mm-hmm. like yeah, we'll get there's there is a payoff here. And the fact that he is going to get out because he was wrongly accused, but he's fucked.
0: Yeah. Just being in there that long... I mean, I can't figure out why he got all that ink in places he can't cover.
1: Well, here's the thing. One thing that they didn't really cover in the show was that I don't... If I remember correctly when watching this show, there was really no gauge as to how long this went on for. You were just left with the assumption that it lasted a long time. Yeah. But there were no time stamps in in the show. Yeah, that's true. So... We don't know if this was a year, if this was two years, if he had given up hope and and um, he got so corrupted. Like, the theory is that maybe that the ink is because you figure, like, these are the things I need to do if I'm going to survive in here, if this is, if but this I, is with, it for with, me.
0: With the guy who played Omar with Freddie, with the guy Omar yeah. from The
1: Wire, with his... I mean, he didn't need to do any of
0: that. And then the drugs. I mean, that to me, that's... most Most drug abuse stems from boredom does that make sense yeah like when do. you don't think you have anything to do or you're bored you're like oh let's get high so when you're in prison i can only imagine the tediousness and the boredom and how annoying it must be and getting high must be a sweet sweet release
1: working out reading yeah getting high
0: yeah dude and like Dupe that he did a bunch of push-ups man he was ripped when he got out of there yeah you know and i just the, getting the ink was annoying and i just you know uh
1: i have family members though that's what they did Short stints in in, in, in jail And Are they came out with, with ink, ink on the necks And ink on the hands And I and I remember the first time he showed me this, but The knuckle thing, writing on your knuckles I said, dude, it's, it's already going to be Hard enough for you to to assimilate Into society because a of job. your record yeah. I go, by doing that You're removing yourself from so many types of jobs Because of what you're exposing And I'm not anti-tattoo, I was just trying to be honest With them, of like, perception becomes Reality for a lot of people in this world and as far as they're concerned, you're dirty. Yeah. And that's that. It, you can wash your hands 50,000 times a day, but because of that ink on your knuckles that say whatever you love, hate, sin, whatever, yeah, you're dirty. So you're just limiting yourself. Not saying don't do it. I'm just warning you that by you make those choices. But yeah, that I would say that the ink thing bothered me too, but I think their point was they wanted to show yeah, what what they wanted to make sure it was clear because obviously they knew what the ending was going to be. Yeah. That that's how corrupted he had become. So did he really win in the end? Did he win yeah. or lose? You I mean,
0: know? And, the, and the thing is, they, they, did, did you think he was going to confess at all? At one point, I was like, when he said he didn't know, it, right before he says, I thought I was going to say yes just because fuck it, I, I don't have a chance.
1: Well, then that would, yes. I, I think there's always that fear of like, but here's the thing the reason here's the reason why I didn't think that was going to happen because they kept showing the hazy memory stuff and they never gave more. They kept the hazy memory stuff always stayed exactly the same throughout the whole series. Yeah. Like, they never showed us more. They never gave us more.
0: Yeah, they ne- Yeah, yeah, they didn't. You just never knew what happened in that chunk never of time. Never knew.
1: Yeah. Which, and I loved that part of it. Like, part of me wants it to just, it's slowly over time, they were going to show more and more his memory was going to come back. And right. Or he's going to be solved. I kind of thought he was going to like, yeah, that is, it it's a too cheat, easy. but for him to go like, oh my God, I blocked it out, you know, or something like that. I was like, that would be cheating. Yep. I wouldn't like that at all. It was too easy. It was like, no what what they 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 showed that the human condition is filled with errors on all sides all parties are filled with like mistakes yeah Every part of it was filled with yeah. mistakes. I mean, he There's-
0: wasn't just a squeaky clean kid. He no. had sold drugs. He had, you know, cheated in school. He had done some things. But to me, he did some shit that kids do. Yeah. Like I love how they bring that up. Like, well, isn't it true that he, you know, he sold pills or he did this? I'm like, I know a million people that now have four kids and live in a house and have a regular life, they used to sell drugs. It's like I you know, it, the kids are kids, man, and then it's, it's you can't, I think people put too much on that sometimes. So I was a little bit like, oh man, I didn't like the lady,
1: the, the prosecutor.
0: I was like, oh, I don't like this chick. She's just trying to nail the kid, even though she knows he might not be guilty.
1: Well, what I loved about it, though, is every single character in that show was not perfect. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah, that? dude. They all had I have. don't care what role they had in that thing. No. Every single one of them. Do the Indian lawyer
0: who ends up, they just can her. Like, we never see her again. You're like, oh, well, that sucks. Yep. Because she was the one who really believed in him. Yeah, but she made a mistake. Oh, she made huge mistakes. I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't. Fa- like, you're bringing drugs into a prison. That that that'll you're didn't disbarred. Things, and yeah. well, and then kissing him and all yeah, that yeah. other
1: stuff. It's just like, come on. Yeah, but every that's that was the one thing that I thought was cool is there was no perfect hero. Yeah, in that show, except I think the cat, the, da- the, da- the cat, the cat, and the dad. I think the dad never really made any mistakes. No, he he always dad, he we, always believed his son. He was he, and he you know he, he I think he was the only one that never made that I can that I remember a misstep. They removed this the brother kind of just never really came back. They kind of removed him from the and, whole thing and they and, may have cut him off. And out of
0: they there. are they are removed forever. Like that relationship, the brother relationship is going to be it's never going to be the same. No. Because whatever they had together before, now he's been in prison for however long and it's just he's going to be he's going to be getting high all the time. I mean his life, he's going to go back to prison probably. And he and he thinks his mom thought he was guilty. And that I know, that's what I'm saying. That,
1: so much that it just alone, broke the house.
0: That alone would like if I didn't if I was convicted of murder and I didn't do it, but my mom thought I did
1: that in itself. I would
0: be like, Oh my God, like what what have I done that this woman would now think that I'm capable of this? She you know, I mean that's you know, and then you blame yourself like that mother did. She was like, "Did I raise a monster? Did I yeah. raise like?" Can you imagine being Jeffrey Dahmer's parents? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what that's my that's what I, that's my go-to when people are like, "Oh, you should have kids and let the family name live on." I'm like, "Oh, do you think like someone told that to Gary Hitler or Steve Dahmer or like just have one more kid, have a kid, you know?" And it's like, "Great, I just gave birth to Satan and he's reigning in you terror." Don't know. That's the no, that's no, you don't, you don't. But and everyone's brain is different, and people can just snap and. Who knows? But yeah,
1: that that's gonna be that's a torn house for sure. It's a but it's a good it's a it was a good show. I was glad I committed to. It. I don't normally commit to shows until after they're done to make sure that I'm not wasting my time. Yeah, that fair. being said, and we'll wrap up on this something that came up a discussion that came up during uh, your uh, full bachelor party uh, um, was everybody was bragging about a, a mini series called The Staircase, and I've heard about it a couple times. It's a, a real life. It kind of falls uh, with the world of the Jinx and uh, making a murderer. It's another. It's like Ooh. another um, docu series uh, about uh, a murder um, uh, about a woman who f- was found at the bottom of a staircase. And it's like it's real. It's a real story. But everybody, I- I've heard way too many people now tell me, "Wow, you got to watch the staircase on Netflix." I don't know where it is. I have to find out if it's on Amazon or Netflix or where it is. Or you have to you have to rent them on iTunes. I don't know. But the bottom line is, everybody says, "Is it? It's worth the commitment to watch it." Awesome, and also, uh, making a murder is getting a second season. Yeah, as long as they can, I, I will say that the only thing I didn't like about making a murder as captivating as it was, it was two episodes too long. I think if they could just, if they can get it in there and keep me captivated and and find a new story to share. I'm all for it because those things are always, you know, there's always those tidbits. It always reminds me of Capturing the Freedmen's. Did you ever see that movie from way back in the day? Mm -mm. That's all of it, but you should watch that one on Netflix. That's an interesting one. It's about a family that was accused, that used to run a daycare and was accused of a lot of sexual assault and stuff like that at the daycare. Jesus, Very, very interesting. Um, and And the thing is, at the end of the day, there's just certain filmmakers that are really good at how they piece it together, what they hold on to. And what they choose to expose later. That, yeah. that makes great document. Yeah. I mean, if they know they're. Entertainment. They're, di- the they're directors.
0: You know what I mean? Those document like Doug Prey, uh, Tim, my buddy Tim's uncle, <clears throat> he's made many, many documentaries, but some of the better ones I've ever seen, like Hype and Surfwise and Scratch and <clears throat> Infamy and stuff. And that was the. Infamy was the dire- It was the, what I was talking about last episode, the documentary about tagging and spray painting mm-hmm. and graffiti. Okay. I couldn't yeah, think yeah. of the name. It, it's called Infamy but like they're storytellers the guys who make direct documentaries and those docu series and stuff they're storytellers and they you know they do i think sometimes manipulate a couple of things but not facts just like where manipulate you where you, where you find out Yes. what happened or yeah. where you find out certain things but that's the entertainment that's part exactly it, right it takes a gift it takes an eye it takes knowing that if you just spew, spill all the beans right off the bat you got nothing to watch or look forward to why, why would I continue to watch the whole thing it yeah if they, the if they started the with him getting out of prison on the night of you wouldn't be like oh well he gets out
1: yeah, they, yeah then you're like now let's go back and see how this all ends <laughs> exactly. up so exactly like, yeah. No. yeah no there's gotta be more yeah alright uh, you can you can turn us back on yeah, <laughs> if you're not
0: listening now, you can turn us back uh, on. Uh, we're done. But most people, I mean, the night of, I felt like a, kind of an idiot because it taken me so long to watch the last episode. But. I
1: have not seen The Sopranos. I have not seen a single episode what? of uh, uh, Survivor. I have, Survivor? Uh, I've never seen uh, Breaking Bad. What? I just, I, time. It's a time thing. My
0: advice to you would be to watch Sopranos. You will be highly entertained by it. Okay, it was that's when HBO started kicking in the door. You know what I mean? Game of Thrones. Oh my God! I wouldn't watch Game of Thrones because I don't like magic or dragons or princesses or fairies or whatever. And I thought it was all like a D and D show. Mm -hmm. I used to watch Nicole. I used to sit on Nicole's balcony and watch her watch the show. And laugh at laughing pouting
1: h- on the outside? No. Were like, you just, sit in the balcony and oh, pout just, while she watched?
0: No, you fucking asshole. I was just out there hanging out, and then I would watch her watch the show, and the expressions on her face and how into it she got was hilarious to me. Okay. And then she was like, oh, you should get into Game of Thrones. I go, that's not for me. And then literally I was over at Jay Brown's house one day, and he goes, oh, man- you ever watch this game of thrones i go no he goes I-, I like it and i went home and started watching it i was like oh, okay jay likes it i'll go home and watch <laughs> like nicole's been asking me to watch this for like half a year but i'm like no <laughs> J- jay said it's good i'll go watch it oh, hilarious S- so uh um so i started watching it and three episodes in i i, I called nicole at work i'm like I'm-, I'm i'm into this i'm gonna catch up so she's we like can- well too
1: bad i'm done with the whole
0: series i <laughs> well, she she was caught up and up until the next the season that just aired and i uh She was like, just be careful because if you binge the whole thing, it's going to be like almost another year until that next season comes out. You're going to – You're going to – And literally I would go – I would start watching it and then I would go out. I would watch like two, three, four, five episodes a day however many I could fit in, whatever I had to do. I didn't like – totally let it run my life, but then I would go out to shows, comedy shows, and I was like a heroin addict. I would be like uh, kind of like itching, and I'd be like, hey, is there any way I could go up first? And they'd be like, why? I go, I, I just started watching Game of Thrones, and I'm like at this episode, and they're like, and most people were like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 go on and get out of here. Go- like they would, they were all for "Like, Oh, you're not caught up? Oh, dude, get, get go. And I was like, okay, cool. And it, it actually made for a little bit of comedy just talking about that for a little while, but then I caught up, and I was like, "Wait, when, when when's the next se- when's the next season starting?" And Nicole was like, "Is like six months?" And I was like, six months!"
1: I, f- See? I freaked you said it out. To yourself? Yeah, I did. I did. How long before we start seeing reports on CNN about uh, the addiction of binge watching and how it's affecting America and wrecking everything? And-
0: uh, it's, it's soon. I mean, if it hasn't already, if we didn't already miss it because I was binge watching something. You
1: know? Are men cheating on their wives? Are women cheating on their men with binge-watching? I
0: yeah, <laughs> that, that would be about the only cheating I could do. I, I I'll say that Eventually, you will
1: be charged with
0: uh, divorce by binge-watching. She's uh, going to sue me. Watching, she's yeah. going to take everything I have, which is <laughs> nothing.
1: Ah, all right. Well, this is a good one.
0: Yeah, man. It was a good show. Uh, oh, it was uh, let me check really quick. Oh, fan art. Thank you guys for the oh, fan yeah, art. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really appreciate. Uh, Bob Anthony. I don't even think I know your real name. Yeah. Um, uh, he sent us a picture of a piece of poop and a stick figure, I think, and then he also did the, um, what do you call it? The picture of me and you in the marching band. I, saw the, I didn't see the piece of poop. That was a picture he drew. Yeah, it was, uh, you got to check our Twitter
1: feed. I didn't then. see that one. It's on there, man. I haven't been very socially active on the interweb. I like how that's... Lately. I haven't been socially active. You actually did go out for the first time in a long yeah, time. Yeah, that was physical, though. That was physically active with you guys. I, I, so, I, I Socially uh, internet yak, active. Yeah, we yeah, stroke.
0: Are you okay? Are you okay? Notifications. <laughs> I'm just going to look up the picture because I think I got it right here. Show it to Brian.
1: Yeah, thank you for all the emails. I've always been Yes, sending, everyone. You know, ev- keep sending silly pictures if you want. Keep yeah, sending us and, emails. And, we'll read them. And we'll talk
0: Christy, about. thank you for the questions. And uh, here, there it is. Look, look at. Um, thank for I think you had questions, that. and funny. and also uh, if you guys have questions, we that was fun actually. We enjoyed talking about that and answering questions. So, do you guys have anything you want to know about, or anything in the entertainment industry that you think we might be able to shed some light on for you, uh, we will do our best.
1: Antonio, thanks for your emails.
0: Yes, thank you very much, Antonio. You guys are, are great, and we enjoy. We enjoy. Yeah, we enjoy people that enjoy us. So, uh, thank you for listening, and tell your friends, tell your family. Uh, good show, guys. I say, guys,
1: it's me and you. All right, remember, let's all get along, and it's okay to watch football.
0: Yeah, be nice to
1: people.